Ladies and gentlemen, you wanted him, you got him. Brent Venables, soon to be the next head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. Wow, what a difference a week makes. Last week it was all anger, it was confusion, it was a feeling of betrayal. But here we are today, one of the most exciting days for Oklahoma football in a long, long time. Brent Venables, Joe Castiglione, Joe Harris, they are en route to Norman to officially name Brent Venables as the head coach. And just say it out loud with me. OU head coach Brent Venables. How amazing does that sound? How surreal does that sound? OU is a better football program today than they were eight days ago because someone with championship pedigree, someone who's going to bring toughness and discipline, and my God, even special teams back into the program, is about to take over as head coach. How about that? On a Sunday night, we're with you live, Tyler McComas and Josh Elmer. I have no idea how long we're going to be with you guys, but I do know this. We're going to give our thoughts. We're going to hear your thoughts as well. 405-329-9000 if you want to call us. 405-651-3439. You can text us on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's party. Let's hang out. Everyone was wondering all day if we were going to go live. Of course we were going to go live. Oh, you just hired Brent Venables, and everyone is super stoked about it. It's the one hire out there where the entirety of the fan base is on board. If it was Dan Lanning or Matt Campbell or Luke Fickle or anyone else, it would have been divided. No, everyone wanted to see OU hire Brent Venables, and here we go. Let's go. Again, OU is better today as a program than they were eight days ago. Josh Helmer, I'm sure you can hear the excitement in my voice and I think it's the excitement of the entire fan base right now. It's a new era of Oklahoma football. And, dude, an era of OU football that I'm really, really excited and really, really optimistic about. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man, to, to see Brent Venables get this opportunity. We know that we, we don't know exactly what jobs in the past that Brent Venables said no to. But we know that those opportunities were there for Brent Venables for a number of years, right, to make this leap to become a head football coach. And it feels like all of the stars have aligned perfectly here at Oklahoma. The timing was absolutely right for Oklahoma to make this move. The fan base, how long have we been sitting here, Tyler, clamoring in this fan base for great defensive football? Feels like that has been a talking point for – really the entirety of the past decade, even uh, ever since Brent Venables left Norman to, to go become the defensive coordinator at Clemson. So this was the one hire outside of, you know, boring, just some splash, big name home run hire. I know there was talk uh, in some circles this week. I didn't really ever put a ton of stock into it of Dabo Sweeney maybe winding up at Oklahoma, but barring something like that or Bob Stoops deciding that he wanted a second full-time crack at uh, being the head coach at the University of Oklahoma. This was the one hire, Brent Venables, that the entirety of the fan base was united behind. Yeah, sure. And and Brent Venables is everything that Lincoln Riley is not as a coach, which I think is a big reason and another reason why you got to be excited today. 
Like, Brent Venables is going to have a fun, exciting offense. So for those out there that think that Brent Venables is going to resemble what Alabama looked like early on in the Nick Saban tenure, I don't think that that's reality. We've seen Brent Venables win national championships with Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson at quarterback. They're still going to have a fun, exciting offense. But now what you get is a real defensive identity. You have a program that's trying to going to try to win with the details. You have a program that's going to try to win with defense. You're going to have a program that is actually going to focus on special teams. Brent Venables is everything that Lincoln Riley isn't, and that's why I think that this is the perfect hire. Also, there are no holes in Brent Venables' resume, none whatsoever. Every place that he's been, they've had some of the best years in program history. When Brent Venables was at Kansas State, that's when K-State made their run and had their best years as a program in the late 90s. He had a huge part in that. Obviously, we know what he did in the early 2000s with Oklahoma, winning them a national championship in 2000, and then beyond playing elite defense after that. And, of course, Clemson, you remember the perennial underachievers that Clemson, that program was? Well, he helps get them over the hump. Elite defense, they won two national championships. No holes in the Brent Venables resume, and I don't think that there's going to be another hole with this hire. It's not a home run hire to me. It's a grand slam hire. He's been successful wherever he's been, and I'll bet money that he's going to be successful at OU too. And we'll see what the coordinator hires are. There's some possibilities out there that you should be excited about. This is a day, Josh, I'm telling you, and I think the fan base feels like it, but this is a day meant for hope and excitement with the OU fan base. This is a really, really good day and a day that I think everyone should be super optimistic about moving forward. And let's see what happens with the rest of this Oklahoma staff now. There's been some buzz, some talk about Jeff Lebby as the offensive coordinator. Uh, we saw Joe Brady today was let go by the Carolina Panthers, so maybe that could be a possibility for the offensive coordinator position. But, you know, the the fanfare here, it's, it's for Brent Venables, and rightfully so. I, I think that the buzz around his name and what it can bring to the Oklahoma program for an Oklahoma program that, again, has been wanting to play championship-level defense – Tyler, this is a coach now that Oklahoma has hired in Brent Venables that the track record speaks for itself. 26 defensive players drafted in his tenure as the Clemson defensive coordinator. Eight of those were first-round NFL draft selections as recently as a couple in this last year's draft with Isaiah Simmons. So this is a a guy that's going to be able and should be able to recruit in a big way on the defensive side of the football. I know there's been... And rightfully so, all sorts of panic about who's staying, who's going at Oklahoma right now. But you would think that Brent Vittables all of a sudden maybe has uh, the cachet here to bring some players with him perhaps from Clemson. And definitely some of these guys that he's been recruiting, now we can sort of turn our attention and and get on recruit watch that maybe some of those guys that were planning to go to Clemson in this 2022 recruiting class, perhaps there's some late Easter eggs, some late uh, Christmas surprises here for Oklahoma this 2022 recruiting class instant name recognition is what you get and you're exactly right maybe he brings some players with him to Clemson but everybody's freaking out about Muleshoe being at USC and saying well golly how are we going to recruit any offensive players how are we going to keep any guys in the 22-23 class offensively Muleshoe's trying to recruit them all to USC and that's true but I think maybe there's a scenario here Maybe even in the 22 class, definitely in the 23 class, 
with this name recognition that you have with Brent Venables, he's maybe going to to secure some commitments that maybe most people aren't thinking about. He, He was the best defensive coordinator in college football, not just this year, but for several years going back. Name recognition on that side. You're maybe going to get into some homes defensively that you haven't been able to get into in the past, especially if Jamar Cain sticks around, especially if Thibodeau sticks around, especially if Brian Odom sticks around. Here's what I love about this. Maybe not the most, but it's definitely up there in the several factors why I love this hire so much for OU is, man, j- j- just that, right? It's Look, OU, when you think back to – OU football history in the 50s, in the 70s, in the 80s, in the early 2000s, you know, they're not winning games consistently 52 to 49 or 48 to 47 or shootout games like that. Man, that's historically, that's not Oklahoma football. And that's kind of what Muleshoe did when he was winning all those games, right? He was winning all those games in shootout fashion, unlike any other OU teams of the past. I think that those days are gone. And again, I still think OU is going to be really good defensively, but I think gone are the days now with this new staff of winning games 50 to 49 and 52 to 49 and games like that. I, I think Brent Venables is going to bring a style. I think that he's going to bring an identity that is maybe a more relaxing way for the traditional OU fan to watch the game. You're not going to have to see your defense give up a touchdown every possession or every other possession. You are going to be able to mix really good offense with elite defense. And guess what? That's the recipe for winning a championship. We're seeing it right now in college football. That's what Alabama was last year they won a title. That's what LSU was the year prior to win the national title. That is the, that's the recipe. That's the formula. You gotta have a really good offense, but you've gotta mix it with really good defense too. Lincoln Riley was not going to bring you that, but Brent Venables, especially if the OC hires are true, I think Brent Venables gives you a much better chance to get over the hump and win a national title than your previous head coach did. I feel good about where Oklahoma's at, too. Uh, I mean, time's going to tell in regards to the combination of Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch and whatever that was going to hold at Oklahoma potentially in the future versus Brent Venables and whatever the rest of his offensive and defensive coaching staffs look like. But I think – Absolutely. There's there's reason for optimism here. And and Oklahoma got who they wanted, right? I mean, this is who the fan base yep. wanted. This is who I think Joe Castiglione had at the very top of his list. And Brent Venables has been someone that nobody else could convince. So it's a day that Oklahoma fans, a night that Oklahoma fans, I think, should celebrate their status as just that, a blue blood in the sport. Oklahoma was able to pull the strings. Joe Castiglione was able to pull the strings to make something happen that really nobody else could accomplish in college football. Nobody else could pry Brent Venables away from being Clemson's defensive coordinator. Oklahoma was able to do that today. Oklahoma was able to do that this week, and Oklahoma was able to finalize that tonight. I'll be curious too, Tyler, now moving forward, thinking about the recruiting side of things. You know, a couple of recent decommitments. Derek Moore is a four-star kid out of Baltimore, uh, a defensive lineman that had been committed to Oklahoma for a good period of time. In the immediate aftermath of Lincoln Riley leaving, he decommitted Kobe McKenzie, a linebacker out of Lubbock, Texas, decommitted from Oklahoma. I would have to think... Brent Vittables has a very realistic chance once he fills out the rest of his coaching staff to convince those guys to reverse that decision and perhaps wind up signing with Oklahoma before it's all said and done. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I t- and, and that's the comment that I made is I, I totally think that that's a realistic possibility again if you keep Jamar Kane on staff, if you keep Thibodeau on staff, if you keep Brian Odom on staff. If, if those things happen, I think you're in a much better shape than what we thought that they were going to be a week ago. And I like the point that you just made about Oklahoma got their guy because that's exactly right. I, I believe that Brent Vittables was the number one option not only by the fans but from the administration – the minute that Muleshoe left for USC. That's what I believe. I, I believe all along Brent Venables was the number one target. So that's what they got, right? They got the number one target. And it might seem crazy, but that's actually pretty rare in college football. LSU did not get their number one target. Uh, Texas, maybe Sark was their number one target, but it seems like they've struck out on their number one target. What I'm saying is it's it's actually more rare than you think that schools go out, pursue a certain individual, and get their number one guy. Yes, Brent Venables had never been a head coach before. He was a defensive coordinator at Clemson, so maybe it was easier for OU to get him. But the fact remains, everyone was everyone was on the same page. Go get Brent Venables. He's the guy, championship pedigree, we want him. And that's exactly what they did. And, man, there, there's just a... There's an undeniable excitement right now around this program, and I cannot wait to see how this uh, how this kind of works out here in, in the next several months on the recruiting trail. If you're just now joining us, Tyler McComas and Josh Helmer, I don't know how long we're going to be on. Honestly, that depends on you guys, most likely. 405-329-9000 if you want to call in. 405-651-3439 is the text line. You don't want to call in, but you're listening in. That's cool. You can text us. And for those of you that are out at the airport, um, I was texting Josh earlier today saying, hey, we might want to go on at 4. I think that plane's going to land at uh, Max Westheimer at 4. Then it got delayed to like 7. Now it's been delayed until like 9.30 or so. So the plane is in route, and it is set for a 9.34 p.m. arrival time is what it looks like. So if you're listening to us at the airport right now, you got a little over 90 minutes. I I know – I know the Sooner Schooner is there. I know the band is there. I know all uh, several media members are there and everything. But it's going to be a while until Brent Venables, Joe Castiglione, and the rest of the crew land. So if you if you plan to stay out there, Josh, I, I tell you, you might as well just listen to us tonight. We'll, we'll keep you updated on what's going on. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, I, I don't know that it was an absolute prerequisite for this job for somebody to come in that – Understands the program, knows the program, but I do think in some ways, at least in the immediacy right here, that that is an advantage for Brent Venables and Oklahoma. This is a guy that, of course, from 99 to 11 was on this Oklahoma coaching staff. He gets it. He understands what Oklahoma football is about. Now, like I said, I I don't know that that was an absolute must for this hire to work out, and I also don't think it's just a slam-dunk guarantee that this Brent Venables hire works out long-term, but I do think it helps Oklahoma in the immediate. I think it helps Oklahoma with the possibility of possibly uh, keeping some of these kids in the Crimson and Cream in the immediate future. 
And and obviously, it's what the fan base wanted, right? Somebody yep, that yep. knows and understands what championship expectations at the University of Oklahoma are all about. Maybe uh, our man Muleshoe didn't completely understand that or shied away from it in some respects and didn't want a part of the SEC. I don't know that we'll ever get an answer to that. But by convincing Brent Venables to take this job uh, right here and right now, obviously you've got someone that does understand what it means to be the Oklahoma head football coach, that knows what championship expectations that Oklahoma are all about and, and wants to be a part of Oklahoma's transition and future into the SEC. Yeah, no, he, he, he wanted to be here. He wanted to be here, and that matters. The, the guy before didn't want to be here. Brent Venables wants to be here, and obviously he wants to lead you into the SEC. That that matters. Joe Castiglio just tweeted out a lock emoji. Uh, everyone now is reporting it that a deal has been finalized. So, why were the flights pushed back so much? I, I don't know. Maybe they were finalizing a deal for Brent Venables. But once he steps foot on the Oklahoma soil, he will officially be the OU head coach. He is now, but when he takes his first step back in Norman, he will be the OU head coach. It looks like a deal is finalized. It's done. Brent Venables, uh, the, the eagle is about to land. They got him. And, and real quick, Josh, before we hit a break, I'll, I'll tell you what else makes me feel really good about this hire. How about the idiots down there in Austin tweeting out earlier today, well, Brent Venables is an excellent coach, but if that's their hire to replace Lincoln Riley, that's about as big of a win as Texas could hope out of all this. Yeah, because you guys are so great at head coaching hires, right? You guys have gotten it right here throughout the past decade. You guys know all about great head coaching hires, right? Give me a break. Texas, again, they don't know what they're talking about. If they're dissing this hire by Brent Venables, it makes me feel even better. And, again, I think that this is exactly what OU football needs right now. They need Brent Venables in their program. And uh, here they go, off into the SEC at some point in the future with Brent, uh, with Brent Venables as the head coach. 405-329-9000 if you want to call in. 405-651-3439 is, this, is the Air Comfort Solutions text line. More to come next right here on The Ref. Special edition of the ref on this Sunday night. It must be big news because we're like working late on a Sunday night. Brent Venables is in route to Norman, Oklahoma, along with Joe Stiglione because Brent Venables is about to be named the next head coach at OU. In fact, he already has been named the next head coach at OU, but uh, I'm sure they'll make it official either when they land tonight or at a press conference tomorrow. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer here with you. Special guest this segment, voice of the suitors himself, Toby Rowland joins us. I believe Toby is headed to the airport too. Um, Toby, I'm super jacked up about this hire, man. It was my number one option all, all, all the way. Uh, how do you feel about the hiring of Britt Venables? Well, we'll get Toby momentarily. Yeah, I guess we, Toby, you there? What's, he, he just dropped off on us. Sorry, I'll call him right back. Maybe he's not uh, excited about the hiring of Brent Venables. Then I, I gave him that question, and uh, he didn't respond to me. Uh, obviously, a joke. I, I, I've still yet to find an OU fan that is not excited about this. And again, I, I can't say enough how rare that really is. Is I, I think with just about any hire not only in college football, but really in any sport, there's at least a certain section of the fan base that might say, 
hey, you know, I, I, I know everyone else is on board with this, but I don't really know if that's the hire that I like. And it's been a week since we've been talking about Brent Venables, and still I, I haven't heard anyone that doesn't absolutely love this hire. So uh, we'll see what they can do immediately on the recruiting trail. Um, that's that's going to be big with signing day rapidly approaching here. But I, I think that they have a chance to uh, maybe finish with a – have a better finish here than we initially thought about seven days ago. Toby, we got you now, man. How do you feel about the Brent Venables hire? Because I'm really excited about this. Uh, I'm, so, I'm so happy for so many people. Uh, we're headed down right now. You mentioned the flights in the air. We're going to uh, – get a tarmac interview with Brent when he lands and uh, obviously there's a party and I think I always wondered what it felt like all those Oklahoma City Thunder fans that would go meet the team at the airport I think we're about to find out I think we're about to have a big old party at Max Westheimer because there's a lot of people excited I'm happy for Brent Um, he has been incredibly uh, cautious you know, he's been offered a whole lot of head coaching opportunities, reportedly anyway, the last five or six years, and some really good schools. You know, I think Miami at one point offered him a job and uh, some big-time opportunities, and he waited and waited for the perfect one. I don't know that he thought he was waiting for Oklahoma, but I'm really, really happy for him to get the chance to – be the head coach at a cornerstone college football institution like this. I'm happy for the current players and for the program. It's been a hard week. Uh, It feels like it's been so much longer than just one week since uh, Lincoln Riley dropped a bombshell on everybody in this state. And those guys have been through a lot. The ones that are still around, the players, the commits, recruits i'm so happy for them that they are getting uh a coach the caliber of brent vittables uh i'm happy for the i'm so happy for ted and all the (laughs) former players who wanted this so bad man and i was worried because early in the week it looked like it was gonna be brent and then we took a couple of days there where it looked like maybe it was swinging in a different direction and i could sense the fear in ted that, that he was going to be disappointed here. And I know all of these Stoops guys were so wanting this. And I'm so happy for them tonight. Um, you know, I, I'm happy for the fans. The, the same, same thing that I would say about the team. I mean, it has been a long, hard week for Sooner Nation. A nerve-wracking week. And for it to end with the guy that it seemed like everybody wanted. Uh, I'm just, I'm thrilled for Sooner Nation because they got hit upside the head, the likes of which has never happened around here last Sunday. It was a gut punch, man. And for them now tonight to get to celebrate like this, I'm thrilled. And selfishly, Tyler, Josh, I'm happy for me and I'm happy for you because this guy's going to be, so much fun to cover and, and shows and press conferences and interviews and all the stuff that we care about. And, and I think fans do too. I mean, they, you know, 
say what you will about Dave Aranda, but you'd rather have a guy like Brent <laughs> Brent's conference. So I'm just thrilled for everybody tonight in the Crimson and Cream. And uh, I, I can't wait to see the reaction he gets when he touches down here in, uh, in an hour and a half or so. And I think tomorrow we're probably going to have a big old party for, for uh, Sooner Nation to be a part of as well. Yeah, I, I think so too, man. The optimism right now is as high as, uh, man, in, in a long, long time. It's, it's as high as it's been in a long, long time. But in terms of on the field, what do you love the most about what Britt Venables is going to bring to this football program? Well, we know him. So there's no, there's no guessing here. We know Brent Venables is a tough son of a gun, man. I mean, he is relentlessly tough and demanding. And it's not a show. Uh, we know because we've heard the stories from Teddy and others who went through the practices. And we know it from watching him and, and watching the success that he had at Clemson as well as Oklahoma. So I think that immediately this program just got tougher tonight. I mean, it just, yep. with regardless of who they hire as an offensive coordinator or how they fill out the rest of the coaching staff or what happens with recruiting, I know there's a lot of panic about recruiting right now, and, and rightfully so. The, the one thing you can undoubtedly say is that Oklahoma football got tougher tonight. And I think he'll do a great job as a leader and as a head coach, and he'll fill out this staff and all the stuff that comes with being a head coach, making pressure-packed fourth-down decisions, and, you know, we know he can recruit his tail off. I think he's perfect for the SEC. You know, he's got that – that uh, he'll take on anybody mentality that you have to have if you're going to go into Death Valley – you're going to go into Baton Rouge or, I guess, at the same place, Tuscaloosa, uh, between the hedges. So um, yeah, that's, the, that's the one thing that I think immediately of is that there's been a lot of complaining the last few years about, I hear the phrase, too soft or um, not tough enough. I think that, that got fixed tonight. What is it, Toby, do you think about right here, right now at Oklahoma? Without having heard from Brent Vittables yet, we'll probably maybe get a little bit of that tonight and certainly perhaps tomorrow and definitely in the days ahead when he's officially introduced in his introductory press conference. But what do you think it is about Oklahoma right here, right now? Because a lot of other programs have tried to make a swing at convincing Brent Vittables to be their head coach. Why now at Oklahoma, do you think? Well, two, two reasons. One, he knows it. I mean, there's not really any question marks. It's the same athletic director as when he was here before. We fixed the place up a little bit since he left, you know. That Switzer Center is really nice, and the stadium south end zone looks a little different. But he knows what Norman's all about. He knows what Sooner football is all about. He gets it. There's a familiarity there that I'm sure he's comfortable with. But the overriding answer is this. And this is what Sooner Nation needs to hear tonight. It's because this is one of the five best jobs in America. He's been offered a lot of jobs. He's never been offered one this caliber. Uh, I mean, Oklahoma football is a monster. It's won seven national championships. 
It's got seven Heisman trophies. It's one of the five all-time programs in college football history. I like to say they sit at the Knights of the Round Table. And I know after a week like just happened, maybe we're feeling a little insecure around here. And I understand that. But I think Brent Venables gets it. And uh, so he was being picky and hoping that maybe uh, something of this caliber came along, I'm sure. And if it didn't, he I think probably what he'll tell us is he was pretty dadgum happy being a defensive coordinator at, at Clemson. But when you get offered one of these jobs, a job this caliber, and you've got any kind of inkling of wanting to be a head coach, I don't think you turn it down. So I, I think that's probably the reason why. Hey, last one, Toby, and this is more kind of a statement to comment on more than a question, but it feels like OU is hiring one of its own. And I know that in a huge way he is because he coached here for so long, but the guy played at Kansas State. He was the defensive coordinator at Kansas State. He coached against you at Clemson a couple times as a D.C., but it almost feels like you're bringing a beloved former player back on board. Britt Venables didn't play here but he very much feels like he is he's a part of the family. That's feels like you're bringing a family member back to the program. Yeah, you are. You are. I, I don't hey, listen, I was uh, fortunate enough to be at that reunion a couple of weeks back with the 2000 National Championship team. And uh Bob and and uh Mark Mangino was there and all those guys were back and Brent is a beloved member of that family. We all have such fond memories of uh, Bob Stoops' era here and the success that they had on the field. So he's family. You don't have to have played here to be family. You have to have won here. You have to have uh, gone through the battles representing Sooner Nation here. And that guy did, man. And um, so, yeah, this is no doubt um, – this is no doubt OU welcoming back a member of the family tonight. And I think that's why it's comfortable for everybody. Not that you have to make a comfortable hire. I don't mean that. But that's why I think it was easy for Brent to make this decision. I think that's why in the end it was easy for Joe to make this decision. And I know that it felt like it took a long time this week. But in the big picture, you know, how long were LSU and USC open before they got ahead? Weeks. Weeks. To, go, to go hire a head coach in one week is amazing. And I yep. think probably Joe would tell you his first inclination was Brent. But he wanted to make sure he dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's and properly vetted all the potential candidates that intrigued him. All right, I think we may have lost Toby. Uh, we can get him back uh, momentarily. Okay, yeah. there you go. Hey, uh, Josh, you got one more question before we get Toby out of here? Yeah, just one more for me real quick, Toby. Obviously, the, the focus right here tonight should be on Brent Venables in, in celebrating this as kind of a, the, the greater Oklahoma family here. It's, it's a happy day for Sooner fans. This felt like the hire that if you – could pull the fan base about 99.9% of the fan base wanted. But Brent Venables does have a coaching staff to eventually fill out. Do you have any uh, f- any 
hope for how this staff uh, shakes out once it's all said and done? I mean, there's been some buzz today about perhaps Jeff Lebby as offensive coordinator. We saw Joe Brady was let go in the NFL ranks. How do you want this to shake out in terms of the coaching staff? I'm going to leave that for you guys to debate. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to plead the fifth a little bit on that question, and I think it's a great question. Um, but I think that I, I think the names that have been bantied about are understandable names as far as like an offensive coordinator, uh, and, and I think it would be smart for him. I, I think it's a no-brainer for the guys like Kale Gundy and Demarco Murray and you know, uh, Jamar Kane, the guys that are stuck around this week, that if they still want to be a part, I would be shocked if they're not still a part of the program. Hopefully Bill Biedenboe as well. Um, but as far as who he might hire from the outside, I'm going to plead the fifth on that question, and I think you guys understand. But I think that it'll be fascinating to see who he, who he assembles, and I think it'll probably happen pretty quickly. Yeah. Hey. Appreciate your time. Good luck out there at the airport, man. Thanks, guys. I'll be listening. Way to go. There you go. Yep. Voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland himself. There you go. And uh, before we get to the phone lines, I know we've got some people waiting. I know we've already got a ton of text. Uh, you asked Toby about the, the OC hire. So quickly, let's talk about that. Jeff Levy is the report's. Sounds like that is the number one target of Brent Venables and the staff. That's that's no surprise uh, on the rush. We we kind of been talking about all week about how you know likely that that situation was was probably going to be. And I, I saw it today on social media. You you saw it as well, Josh. In terms of a coordinator hire and what he can do for quarterbacks, what he can bring to the offense, I think that he's exceptional. If you want to look at all the success that Ole Miss has had here recently as an offense, by the way, Ole Miss went ten and two. They don't win. Uh, they don't have a whole lot of years where they win ten games. You can go ahead and give Jeff Levy a whole lot of credit for that. And I know people nationally want to say, well, Lane Kiffin's this great offensive mind. Not so fast, okay? If, if you really understood the situation, you'd know that Jeff Levy is way more involved offensively than Lane Kiffin, the head coach, is. So in terms of just on the field as an OC, as a quarterback developer, his track record is awesome. It's, it's really, really good. I think that he is the ideal hire as an OC. But there is a pass that's there, whether it's standing on the sideline for the OU Tulsa game while he was on the Baylor coaching staff, whether it's being on the Baylor staff while those things happened. If he is the hire, I I trust that Joe C has really vetted that situation and made sure that he's all clear. Even though Jeff Levy's worked at like three other spots before he would be coming to OU, but there's going to be some tough questions that have to be answered. It's it's going to be an interesting situation to, to say the late to say the least, Josh. If if Levy ends up being your OC, I feel like the OU Tulsa situation where you're on the sideline, you can have some fun with that in a press conference and make light of it. And as soon as you're brought on board, that's pretty quickly forgotten. It's the other stuff at Baylor that is the concern here, and obviously. If Jeff Lebby were hired as offensive coordinator, Oklahoma would need to get out in front of that. There would be some tough questions to be answered. And Oklahoma, I think, would address that very quickly and, and swiftly. The bottom line is this with Lebby. 
guy's a fantastic football coach. He's got Matt Corral right there in the thick, has had him in the thick of the Heisman Trophy race all season. He's been a Broyles Award semifinalist each of the past two years. He would be the leader in the clubhouse for me in terms of who I'd like to see hired as the offensive coordinator. Obviously, Joe Brady did a tremendous job with uh, Burrow in that standalone season where they won the national championship down at LSU. I don't think you could go wrong either way there. I think my preference, if you ask me right here tonight, would be for Lebby in Vittables as a pairing. But I think either one of those two uh, choices would be tremendous if Oklahoma is able to make that a reality. And if they do make that a reality, then I sort of go back to what you said to open the show tonight, which is Oklahoma could very reasonably, you could argue, be in a better situation as soon as, well, tomorrow or this week sometime, when and if those uh, hires get announced than they were with with uh, I guess I have to say mule shoe, right? I, I can't. It's yeah. like it's like uh, Voldemort. It's he who must not be named oh. in, in Greenwich. So I think or Oklahoma TBOW. could be. A, <laughs> you can right. say TBOW too, whichever one you want. I think Oklahoma, you could argue, would be in, in a better spot if those uh, hires come to fruition. Man, I, I I really think that they're going to. And am I guaranteeing or promising that Brent Venables is going to win a national championship? No, of course not. There's definitely still some unknowns. His track record is proven. But we'll, we'll see how he does as a head coach. I feel really good about it. But there's there's nothing that's guaranteed with him as a head coach and OU going into the SEC. But here's here's what I, what I do feel. Like, his blueprint, and this is why I thought initially, oh, you could be in a better spot. And here's why I think right now they are in a better spot. He has a better blueprint to win a national championship than Lincoln Riley does. With Lincoln Riley, you are going to be an offensively focused team that defense on a year-in, year-out basis is shaky. You were going to be undisciplined. Special teams really weren't going to be there. Essentially, with Lincoln Riley, you were going to have to win a title with one side of the football. Well, we saw his teams with elite offenses, right? Baker Mayfield, Mark Andrews, C.D. Lamb, uh, Hollywood Brown, um, all, all the, all the, 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 the uh, award-winning offensive line that he had that year. And he didn't even win a playoff game that year. Lincoln Riley had two Heisman Trophy winners at quarterback and then a backup, and he never won a semifinal game. I feel very strongly that OU never would have won a national championship with Lincoln. And again, I don't know if they're going to with Brent Vittables or not, but they have a better blueprint now. They're going to focus on some areas that they haven't focused on since Bob Stoops was the head coach. And I think that that really, really, really matters uh, as you get ready to move into the SEC. 405-329-9000, that's the number to call if you want to hop in. Josh, let's go to the phone lines. Who's up first? All right, let's get uh, Sean in here who has been hanging on. Sean, what's up, man? What's up, Sean? Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. Usually we're talking after a OU win, and uh, I want to credit the ref that started last Sunday night and carried on to this Sunday night. You guys have been fantastic, and you've covered this thing as well as anybody could. And from from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., you guys were just great. All the guys at the ref, there was levity, there was seriousness. You know, there was a lot of uh, oh fantasy that came up during the week. And a handful of you and a handful of us stood by what we thought we knew and stuck with Brent. I think it's fantastic that somebody that earned that office is going to be sitting in it, the office Bob Great built. Great points. Instead Great of somebody that was handed the office. 
because they they you know kind of forced their way in. But anyway, uh, I am disappointed in one thing. I really wanted Deion Sanders for the just because <laughs> of the Tuesday show at Rudy's, but I'll settle for Brent, I guess. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a fantastic hire. You guys have covered all that, and I think you're spot on with all the boxes checked. I would say one thing going forward. I think, you know, I, I'm very appreciative of the coaches with that had no real knowledge of where we were going to go that have stayed. And I think Stoops' leadership in that, stepping into the breach and getting out and recruiting instead of the program kind of sitting here for a week, you know, that can't be undersold. But you, we also have to realize Coach Venables is going to get to make his own decisions. Sure. And I certainly hope that some of these guys, or all of them, if, if that's what Brent wants, they can, you know, they're all retained. But if not, the man has to be allowed to fill out his own staff. Coach Stoops did when he got here. Uh, I think things were different then, but uh, I think it's a fantastic hire all the way around. Yeah, I, I do too, and, and and we would have felt that way, you know, exactly one week ago. And I, I know everyone got impatient out there, Sean, me included. Like it's been two <laughs> days since Lincoln left. Like what? Just name Brent Venables. Just do it. What are you doing? Just do it. But it it, it really does show. I think good leadership. That I think he was the number one target all the way along, but you still got to do your due diligence. You still have to vet other candidates. You still have to make sure. Um, good on this administration. By hiring the white, uh, the, the the right guy, but not, you know, doing it in about forty eight right. hours or so, taking your time to do it. Well, only one coach gets hired in four hours, and he's gone now. But <laughs> yeah, right. yeah m- most most of uh, these things, there's a lot of boxes to check, and a lot of uh, like you guys have been saying, vetting and due diligence and all that. Um, but I I personally think it like you said it's a grand slam it's not just a home run and i think he's going to do great and i supported him when he was here i support him now and and you, you touched on it with toby too it is like a family member coming back oklahoma sells family in that program and they mean it if you look at ou and what and how the interaction with former players and you know everything is ton of guys come back all the time a ton of guys are involved and that's brent and brent's you know like like toby and you guys were saying that this is a family hire a deserved one i echo toby's sentiments too about this is a top five job it's a job you don't leave but it, and it's a top five job that ou fans we're close we're so close to it sometimes i think we forget that um yeah. or at least we forget its national impact, which it has. So kudos to everybody. But, again, great job by you guys. From the silliness of Cliff Kingsbury to the fantasy of Dabo, (laughs) we got the guy we wanted. We got him. And it's going to be a great run. I'm looking forward to it. And, oh, lastly, if, if, if what we think holds, this is a really easy 12 games to ease yourself into the OU gig too coming up this conference is going to be a little bit i think down i think baylor and oklahoma are the odds on uh muscle going into next year and that game's in norman uh so 
uh, everything looks good, I think. I think it's going to be a great year and a great uh, Brent Venables era. I appreciate the time, I agree. guys. Hey, Thanks hey, a lot. Hey, oh, Sean, real, yeah. Sean, real quick, you got um, you, you had stability with Barry Switzer. There, there were some you know tough years there, but you, you had stability for a long time with him. You definitely had stability with Bob Stoops, and I think that that's what you get with this hire, too. This isn't yeah. a three-year, four-year, five-year hire. This has a chance to be a 10-year, 15-year hire and kind of replicate maybe what that Bob Stoops era was, man. Absolutely. It can replicate what Coach Stoops and Coach Switzer and Coach Wilkinson did. I, I think you're 100% right with that, and I think it will. Uh, as The winning will continue. And, uh, again, we got, our, we got the right guy. So, anyway. Yep. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate yep. the time. See you, buddy. Good to talk to you. All right. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Josh, who's next? We've got Mike Steely ready to oh, slide in how here. How about that? What's up? Steel man, what's going on? How you feeling? You know, it's a great Sunday night in the great state of Oklahoma. That's how I'm feeling. Yes, absolutely. I mean, this was the news that OU fans have been waiting for. And, uh, man, the turnout looks like it's going to be great when that plane lands, too. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. You, you just used the word Tyler that I was going to use and that's stability. And if you can get a really good coach and I think Brent Venables is that now do we know that he's going to be a home run as a head coach? We don't, but he checks every box and the most important box. I think right now, Sooner fans are loyal. Oklahomans are loyal. They want to believe what you're telling them. That's what this state's all about. That's what this program is, you know, built on is uh, coaches who stay on the job and win championships. And I think Brent Venables does a great job, uh, you know, ahead of him. And uh, Sooner fans can finally rest easy, and we may have somewhat of a normal week next week. Well, don't speak too soon, man. Uh, Something's going (laughs) to happen here with the OC hire or something like that. Hey, but in terms – I asked Toby the same question – in terms of, like, on the field, and I think that he's everything that Lincoln Riley is not, which makes me really excited about him as a head coach, but in terms of what he brings as a head coach, what are you most excited about? Passion, toughness, physicality, getting in somebody's face if they need it. Did you see all those Clemson players? You see how volatile Brent Venables can be over there. He's got his own holdback coach on the sidelines, (laughs) you know. And toughness and physicality, and – I don't think it was the Sooner players' issue. I, look, you got to be tough, and if you win as many championships as they did, they're, they're tough, but they didn't have that extra bit of it, you know, and whether it's the SEC or whoever, I think they were lacking that. I think Lincoln Riley's more of a finesse kind of coach. You know, you could talk about the strength and conditioning uh, programs, you know, between Benny Wiley and what Jerry Schmidt was when Bob Stoops was here, and a lot of people said it was a lot different. But I think passion, uh, aggressiveness, physicality, those are the things that I'm looking forward to seeing on the field again, where they make tackles in the open field. Look, you're not going to make every one of them, but you can't miss as many as Oklahoma has missed. And you can't show up for one game thinking, of course, who knows how how bought in Muleshoe was from, you know, the Tulane game. We don't know. But, you know, the thing is you want to see – them come out and play with that fire and intensity. And that's what I think Brent will bring. And look, Bob, you know, a defensive coordinator, what did Bob do when he came in? Mike Leach, 
Mike Leach was innovative, totally changed the dynamic of the conference. And, uh, you know, that's, I think this is the, the thing that Sooner fans want to see next or want to hear about next is who's going to be the offensive coordinator. You know, this, uh, this Joe Brady thing got very interesting today, did it not? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it really did. I Josh, think- what do you got for, for Mike there? Mike, I think you hit on something right off the top that I keep coming back to, a a comment that Chris Plank spent a lot of time talking about. Remember several weeks ago when all of the LSU buzz was first heating up and Lincoln Riley sat there in a press conference and said, hey, you guys, you know me. You know how I feel about this place. And Plank uh, described it as everybody kind of looked around and sort of scratched their heads and asked themselves, I mean, do we know our head football coach? I think that's one thing with this hire and one reason Oklahoma fans were so excited about the possibility of this happening with Brent Venables. There's a feeling within the fan base that they know that Brent Venables loves the University of Oklahoma and he wants to be here. And so when I sit here and I hear you and Tyler both talk about stability, I I think that's important with this hire. It's not that Oklahoma absolutely had to hire somebody with the prerequisite of knowing what it means to be the head football coach at Oklahoma or having coached at Oklahoma before, but I do think that's something that Oklahoma fans are fired up about and appreciative of that Brent Venables, in taking this job, knows what it means to be the head football coach at Oklahoma and, again, wants to be here. Yeah, and the guy's been a part of three national championships, right? One at OU, two at Clemson, and, you know, people people can talk about Clemson's kind of new money or whatever. Well, guess what? The reason they are is Brent Venables. He has probably been, uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, the most visible assistant coach in college football. You know, and you can talk about other coordinators and, uh, you know, the buzz they get. Joe Brady, when he was at LSU, they lit up Oklahoma, obviously, on their way to a national championship. Steve Sarkeesian got a lot of a lot of buzz, you know, as Nick Saban's OC at Alabama, Lane Kiffin. Uh, they parlayed that into good jobs, obviously. But, Brent, uh, you know, we always found it unusual. It's like, man, does Brent just want to be a coordinator the rest of his life or what? Well, maybe he was waiting for this opportunity down the road. Um, and... We all thought that Lincoln Riley was going to be, uh, you know, maybe a decade here, maybe longer, unless the NFL came calling. Nobody anticipated Lincoln Riley, Muleshoe, would, you know, jump on a plane and head to L.A. Um, but you, where's Brent going to go? I mean, Brent Venables, you see him, if he's successful at Oklahoma, and I think he will be, even with the move to the SEC, which would be more difficult. But I still think he's going to have a really good career at Oklahoma, and he looks like the kind of guy who would finish his career at Oklahoma. We we kind of thought that about Lincoln Riley, but we were way wrong. Yeah. Here's here's uh, I, I keep on coming up with reasons why I like this hire, Mike, all day long. Well, uh, here's a here's a point that I didn't think of. I, I like this reason for the hire too. But, you know, Bob when when he got named the head coach at OU, it was, "Oh, cool. Okay, well, he was under Bill Snyder, and then he was under Steve Spurrier, two completely different guys, which might be mm-hmm. good for Bob because he gets two kind of you know different sides of the equation. He's going to figure out what he likes and then kind of you know put his own style on things. Brent Venables has worked for Bill Snyder, who engineered the greatest turnaround in college football history. Bob Stoops, who had just incredible success at Oklahoma with the national championship. And, of course, Dabo Sweeney as well. Three guys who kind of did it all different ways. I'm excited 
that Brent Venables has worked as a D.C. for a while, but he's done it under three guys that you really respect. He's going to have some ideas of his own, but that's pretty. Th- that's three good coaches, man, to kind of learn from and watch and, and kind of see how they do things as, uh, as you're progressing your career. Yeah, and we all, you know, in our own careers, uh, we take – things from people we respect and that we work under or colleagues, you know, um, and it's good to have a lot of different points of view uh, because even the most successful people out there do it differently and you don't want to get stuck in a total rut. I think there was a little bit of a rut, Brent, the end of his tenure here when, you know, he decided to, to leave and, you know, as we had Dave Sittler on this weekend, as a lot of people know, it wasn't Oklahoma saying you're out of here. It was, they were bringing Mike in, and that was going to have to work with Brent under him and all of that stuff. And Brent, uh, you know, went out to Clemson and did an unbelievable job for Dabo. Unbelievable. And, um, you know, I just think that it, it hits all the right notes right now. Oklahoma fans, they want to coach. They're freaking out about recruiting. Uh, and this, you know, early signing period has changed the dynamic in college football. There's no doubt about it. It almost felt like the Oklahoma fan base felt like the program was in intensive care, you know, on a respirator here. And now uh, they're, they feel healed and, and ready to get out of the hospital again and go back to work and start kicking ass on the football field uh, because yep. Brent Venables brings that kind of passion and that kind of energy. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, in terms of a splash hire, you know, you always hear the Dabo thing came out for a while or, you know, Matt Rule or some of this other stuff. To me, Brent Venables always seemed like the perfect fit. And not a comfortable fit. I mean, a comfortable fit in the sense that, yeah, it's one of our own coming back, so to speak, but also one hell of a football coach and one hell of a recruiter also. And uh, I know he's, you know, he's, he's older than a lot of the hires you see out there at some of these college jobs now. But how old do you think Brent Venables, you know, is in the way he goes about his business. He might be 50 or whatever, but he's running around like a 30-year-old out there. The guy has incredible (laughs) energy. No doubt. How big of a hire is Brent Venables to OU? Mike Steely is up later than he's been up in about 10 years, 835. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, good to talk to you, man. I appreciate you hopping on. Did you just give me an old joke? Oh, okay. Well, you're right. So, but yes, I'm fired up. I, I mean, I've got to see him land, man. I got to see the videos on Twitter and everything else. So, I'm going to happen in about an hour, man. Going to happen in about an hour. Hey, uh, can't wait to listen to you tomorrow. Steelman and Thune at noon from noon to two every weekday right here on the ref. Mike, uh, really, I appreciate you, man. Hey, appreciate you guys having me on. And, uh, well, um, this is going to be a fun night. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to. Like I said, the old man might be up to 10 p.m. or so tonight. Who knows? Ah, I love that. <laughs> love it. Love it. See you, man. See you guys. There you go. The legendary Mike Steely hopping on with us. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines again. Sooner Sideline reporter Chris Plank now joins us. And, uh, Plank, it's the same question I've been asking everyone, but I- I'll ask you as well. How excited are you for the Brent Vittables hire, man? Yeah, I'm pumped. You know, there were, there were two dudes that I wanted to see get this job and one of the two got it. And uh, apparently he's already zoomed with players. So how cool is that? Um, he, he, he zoomed with the players moments ago. So, you know, he's going to be fired up. Um, he's going to bring a lot of energy. He's going to, 
he's going to be something that will uh, someone that this this program needs after what it went through over, which is wild, you know, getting dumped and you you immediately find someone that you, you kind of have believed in since day one, right? Um, I just I'm really pumped as Brent Venables. You know, I think he's going to make the right offensive coordinator hire. Um, I think he's going to. He's going to get a great staff. I think this is a good sign that guys like Beanbow and Murray and maybe even Jamar Kane might stick around. I just, I'm, I'm happy, man. I'm, I'm pretty juiced. They got the guy that we all wanted to see them get from the first moment. I think you know one of the things that Oklahoma fans, Chris, are so excited about is just this track record that Venables has been able to generate over at Clemson. 26 defensive players drafted in his tenure there, eight of which were first-round NFL draft picks. I believe the number is 15 top 100 NFL draft uh, pick selections. And over that same time span, Oklahoma had just Kenneth Murray selected in the NFL drafts first round and five top 100 NFL draft picks. I think the hope, right, is that Brent Venables – invigorates Oklahoma to the point to where all of a sudden what fans have been clamoring for, we're finally going to be able to see some great defense played here at Oklahoma. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's funny. Obviously, Tyler, you and Teddy have talked about it. Josh and I have talked about it quite a bit. You've seen a lot of panic over the transfer portal, right? And understandably so. You see a guy that was, what, third on the team in receiving, the top receiver last year, the starting quarterback last year and through parts of this year, and a guy that we thought, when he was healthy, was going to be a, a pretty good receiver this year. But unfortunately, Theo Weese was never able to get healthy. But how many guys in the portal on the defensive side of the football right now? You know, not, not, not many, if any, that you would worry about. And obviously, Nick Benito is going to be pro, a pro guy. Isaiah Thomas is out of eligibility. Pat Fields and Delaire and Turner Yell moved on in their careers. But, you know, Josh, I think there's a lot of really, really good talent defensively that you can start molding with right I, I just I think about a dude like Kelvin Gilliam you know who for the most part had I guess you could say redshirted this season you think about a guy like Reggie Grimes you think about a player like Shane Witter and Danny Stutzman and Billy Bowman and what they could be in a defense like this now granted you know there's there's work to be done it's not like Brent Venables comes in and just poof there's there's magic fairy dust that's sprinkled over there's a new defense they've got to learn um and there'll be less rotation I think too but yeah, you, you have to love the defensive pedigree that that he brings in any of the names that have been mentioned as far as potential offensive coordinators get me pretty fired up too. Yeah, it's Chris, it's it's a total feel right now. Maybe anything is a guess at this point. I, I don't know. I, I guess I feel optimistic, but how do you feel like this new hire and the rumored OC hire will play into getting Caleb Williams back at OU next year? I, I hope well. You know, there, there's is it is it Jeff Levy? Okay, if it's Jeff Levy, then you know he's got a hell of a track record in a short amount of time, right? And for those that are concerned, Levy called the plays at Ole Miss. I know that there was some debate about it, but that's been a big you know story. And I did a show today with um, I did a show with Bobby Carpenter and Jacob Hester, and that was kind of one of the concerns to Lincoln Riley is that hey, or excuse me, Elaine uh, Giffen is that he had given the play calling power to Levy and they were cooking, you know, they are the epitome of, of hurry up, no huddle. I mean, there's no, there's no pause. They're going, they're hitting the gas and they're rolling. So, you know, Levy would come in as a guy who was called plays and, and I think would be 
pretty beneficial for Caleb. I, I would think the same thing of a name like a Joe Brady or even a, a Kendall Browse. But again, you know, I think this is going to be a feel thing for Caleb, right? Is, is he comfortable? He seems like he had a blast this last week being out at the OU basketball game and all the love that was shown. Um, and then if, if Levy does indeed decide to come and Caleb leaves, well, do you see if maybe you could change Dylan Gabriel's mind, who apparently was on his way to Ole Miss to be with Jeff Levy? But, you know, you think about all the things that are important in this process. You want to make sure that you've got Caleb Williams in a position with a guy that he's comfortable with, right, where you don't have to hit that portal or don't have to hope. I had a Micah Bowen stand in my mentions yesterday. That was a first. But, you know, your hope is that that whatever – offensive coordinator is coming in to likely work with Bow and DeMarco Murray and Joe John Finley. The hope is that it's someone that Caleb Williams sees a bright future in because Tyler, you know, you, you were kind of my, do I need to bring it down a notch or am I okay being this fired up? Because if you're <laughs> able to keep Caleb Williams, suddenly you look at this roster, you think, all right. I mean, that 2023 recruiting class got hurt and we've lost some guys from 2022 but, damn, you got some dudes that can go out and win some games, and especially if you're Great. playing in the Big 12 and you get the home schedule that you have next year. So I'm, I'm a firm believer that this team can still be really, really good next year, especially and maybe if Caleb Williams stays around. Josh, you got one more before we get Plank out of here? I know he's got a Sunday night show to get to. Yes, he does. Plank's a busy man. Plank, just your overriding thoughts in closing here. What does this say, this hire for Oklahoma, that they were able to pull this off with Brent Venables, get him to come to the University of Oklahoma? Others have tried. The answer was no. Oklahoma got a yes. What does this say about the program for Oklahoma? I I think it says a lot. I really do. You know, um, uh, Brent, Brent Venables has been a guy that at one point, you know, fans had kind of soured on. Uh, think about uh, a little bit in like 08, 09, 010, but we never doubted uh, his passion and we never doubted his ability to dial up a really good defense, right? Um, now, I'm excited to see what that's going to be like for him running the show. You know, does do the mannerisms change at all? You know, he, he learned that fiery persona that he's always had and, and he kind of learned how to love his guys up a little bit more with Dabo the last, uh, gosh, what is that, almost a decade now. At Clemson, so I think it says a lot about OU the program. Um, I think it says a lot about Joe C in the process he went through. You know, I, a lot of people had that mindset. Well, I by Wednesday, I'd be getting texts and people calling me like, "Well, it hasn't been Venables yet, so obviously it can't be." I'm like, "Why not? Hey, why not? I mean, it's just Joe C was going to do his due diligence. Maybe there were some people that they wanted to talk to that played on Championship Saturday." maybe they wanted to have everything done in one fell swoop and have the offensive coordinator said as well, that might be a question that gets answered in about nine. Well, I guess less than that, like 45 minutes from now. But I, I think it says a lot about, you know, obviously the, the desire that Oklahoma has to put together the best roster, the best coaching staff and the best program it possibly can be. This isn't a budget hire. Um, and I don't think it's going to be a budget hire at any of the positional and, and coordinator positions. It says they're committed to putting together a winning program and going into the SEC as a hard-nosed, tough, defensive-minded squad that I think is still going to be ready to put some points on the board. So I'm pumped, in case you guys can't tell. I can't wait <laughs> to hear him, not only tonight, but tomorrow at his presser. Yeah. Hey, good stuff, man. Plank, appreciate right. you hopping by. See you, dudes. There you go. Chris Plank on the Plank Show with Josh Hilmer, who is with us 9 a.m. to noon every single day. Terry Saxon just sent us a message. 
He drove by the airport, and there are people everywhere. Cars parked all down Robinson. It's a madhouse right now. So Terry Saxon says, uh, yes. People are excited about his 899 deal, but they're even more excited about this Brent Venables hire about to land in Norman, Oklahoma. How about that? And that in itself, Josh, the more that I think about it, is nuts. Because think about what just happened eight days ago. OU lost to Oklahoma State on the road. And that loss meant that they finished the season at 10-2. and two, And that loss meant that they weren't even going to play for a Big 12 championship game, which hasn't happened in a long time. Think of how we all felt about this program and about this season eight days ago. And now we're all more optimistic about the future of OU football than we've been in a while. That in itself tells you how important and how big this Brent Venables hire is. Sure it does. There's great excitement for what the future can hold at, at Oklahoma. And coming on the heels of the Bedlam loss in what ultimately was a disappointing season for Oklahoma, the, the expectation was to get back into the college football playoff to perhaps with Alabama, uh, with a new quarterback, and Ohio State with a new quarterback, Clemson uh, breaking in a new quarterback. This was the year you pointed to for Oklahoma to break through, win a college football playoff game, and perhaps uh, a national championship. That didn't happen. It didn't materialize for Oklahoma. There were signs of life at different points in the season. It felt like you know, back and forth. Uh, occasionally, you'd see some great defensive uh, play. Then uh, Caleb Williams, when he was inserted into the Texas game in the Red River Showdown, what he was able to do in engineering that comeback from 28-7 to down for, for Oklahoma, it felt like you had your new star at quarterback, and all of a sudden the offense was humming. And, of course, we saw what happened uh, at times, especially versus Baylor and in the second half versus Oklahoma State, where, again, that just didn't materialize for Oklahoma. A lot of that disappointment has been washed away. The slate is clean, if only for a night, if only for a couple of days while this excitement for the Brent Venables hire is right here upon us. It is, right? The the disappointment in a lot of ways has been removed. And I'd love to hear from some people that are out there. If you're driving over to the airport to welcome Brent Venables and be a part of this welcoming party, call in, describe to us. I want to know what the scene is like. We're going to see all sorts of videos, of course, across social media. But I want to hear from the people tonight on at 405-329-9000 on the Rod Polson Oklahoma tax resolution line. Let's get it going. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, Perry Spencer's texting me, by the way. He's uh, he he's got like he's tracking the app right now, and he's uh, showing me on the map where everyone's listening to Melbourne, Australia. Someone's uh, listening in Australia right now, and then as you can imagine, a whole lot of people listening in Austin, Texas. And I know that there's definitely a, a pretty good group of OU fans down there in Austin, but. I wonder if some wandering eyes, a little nervous Longhorn fans down there are listening in Austin. To all the Texas fans that are listening, uh, save yourself the time, okay? You don't need to worry about Oklahoma. You need to be more focused on TCU and Texas Tech and Iowa State and West Virginia. Don't worry. You're about to see the best version of OU in a long time. Maybe you need to focus on winning your own state and actually getting bowl eligible before you come and try to rip this higher and say it's the best thing for Texas. Those guys are idiots, man. That got under my skin today. Texas media. Oh, this is the best case scenario for Texas. Shut up. You haven't hired a good coach in over 20 years. You don't know what a good head coaching staff looks like. I'll take that as even more confidence that this Brent Venables hire is legit. 405-329-9000. 
if you want to hop in. Josh, uh, you want to get some calls or you want to get some texts? I'll let you pick. Let's just we, – we ask for the phone calls. The people have responded. Let's get right to them. We got Clifford, I believe, yep. in Arkansas waiting to jump in. Clifford, uh, good evening. Hey, good evening, sir. Hey, um, just to tell you how excited I am about this, this is the first time in my life. I'm 45 years old, and I've never called into a radio, radio show before. Wow. So that's, that's how excited I am about Brent Venables. Well, welcome to Sports Radio. It's good to have you. Hey, thanks for having me on, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you got any additional thoughts on uh, Brent Venables? What do you think of the hire? Hey, the first thing, it's just, just an excitement. It's just a, a cultural thing for me is uh, – it seems the last several years, um, OU is you hear a lot about culture of losing with programs. It seems like the last seems like the last several years we've kind of gotten a culture of coming up short with the OU program. And this this hire from Venables, there's just a just the energy that I feel, and I can see it from my from my fellow OU fans and the way they're reacting is, I mean, it's just it's just incredible. It's just I feel a cultural thing going on here. And uh, yeah, I. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that's, and that's what I like too. The whole culture to me is, and I don't know if it's going to change overnight, but by the time OU plays another regular season game with Brent Venables, I, I don't know, Clifford, I, I just feel like this OU program is about to morph into something that you can be more proud of. It's going to be more disciplined. It's going to play harder. It's going to tackle better. It's going to be tougher. OU moved um, in a in a really good direction in terms of getting back to what OU football used to look like to a lot of people. Yeah, I, I agree 100. Um, percent I live out here in Arkansas. I get uh, I get a lot of the Bow Battingly show a few years ago, and Brent was down here. Uh, he was getting his Broyles Award, and Arkansas had just fired Chad Morris, or they had just fired uh, Brett Bielema, and uh, Venables was going on the local radio. St- radio shows here doing interviews and i thought he would be a great great hire for arkansas back then but for whatever reason they hired uh they hired chad morris and you know it's just you know he's just somebody that you know you root for and just just to have him come back to ou is i'm thrilled about it and i heard a lot of what you guys said earlier i'm 100 percent in agreement with you and i'll go ahead and get off of here but for me it's just I'm proud to have him, and I feel like there's uh, something special going on here. And thanks for your time. Cliff, call yeah, anytime, hey, buddy. Have a good it. night. How about that? First time sports radio caller. That's how big the Brent Venables hire is. Clifford out there listening in Arkansas, giving us a call. I I, I love that. 405-329-9000. Uh, you can join us as well. Josh, uh, what do we got next? We got Sooner Steve. Sooner Steve, up, welcome, Steve? To the, welcome to the show. Hey, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, yes, this this is what it was my wish list. <laughs> Brent Venables, and then I, when we got got to get Jeff Levy, got to get him. I, I think that's that's crucial. I, I do, do too, um, man. And Steve and I thought earlier this week. It's everyone saying you got to keep Caleb Williams. You got to keep Caleb Williams. You, you, you do. That's really important. Oh, you I do. Know, you have the choice. I, I, I feel like I feel like if if you were going to get Brent Venables and Jeff Levy. That's the best case scenario to keep a guy like Caleb Williams. Yeah, yeah, and and I've been I've been I'm 58 years old, so I watched my first OU football game, 1971 OU Nebraska. Went to my first OU football game in '74, so I'm, I'm OU football all the way. But I I, I think Brent, I, I was wishing for this. I, Brent, he's going to bring toughness back, don't you think? Absolutely. That's the 
the number one thing I think he's going to bring. And I, I, I don't Toughness. think that Brent Venables has been out there at Clemson watching like every single OU game, but you, you know how it goes. You at least watch from afar, right? And I'm sure that right. that's one thing he's noticed is like, man, I don't know. OU doesn't look like OU anymore in terms of toughness. So I would guess like the, the one thing that's going on in his mind right now, he's like, I'm going to make those dudes tough again. Well, a, a friend of mine that lives in Jacksonville, Florida, he played for Kansas State back in the late 90s. Uh, he's a defensive lineman back when Kansas State was number one in the country. And we talk all the time. And he said, oh, you, he said, Steve, he said, you're not tough. You're not tough. They're, you just you just don't have the physicality like you like you used to have. Don't you agree? We just we just lack yeah. that toughness. Well, and that's and, been the case for Oklahoma for you know really ever since Brent Venables left, and it was trending in that right. direction a little bit when he decided to make the move to go become Clemson's defensive coordinator. And there, there's been spots, right? I mean, there's been good defensive spots. 2015, yes. Oklahoma yes. was a pretty good defensive football team. Yes, I think we they, were. Yes, we were. I think yes, they we led were. the Big 12, right, in in total defense yep. and in scoring. Yes, we did. Uh, obviously, the Ohio State performance uh, in Ohio Stadium yep. that comes to mind. There's been. Great spots of defensive performance for Oklahoma. Alex Grinch, there was optimism a couple of years ago that he had started to flip the switch and turn the corner in this program. But by and large, collectively, over the course of this past decade, no, Oklahoma has not played good enough defense. They have not been a physical enough football program. And I'm I'm not even just talking defensively there. That, that trickles down to... The, the way that at times Oklahoma couldn't run the football this season, right. the offensive line feels like it took a little bit of a I – mean, I mean, it did. It took a step back this season in 2021 for Oklahoma. So, yes, the hope, objective A, right now for Brent Venables should be to instill that physicality, oh, instill so who, that who, toughness who, back who, into the program. So who, who, would you, who do you think would be the good defensive coordinator? I mean, I know Brent can do it. I know he can do it, but, yeah. but we really don't want – we don't want that. So – you think he'll bring – well, he's bringing – is he bringing a defensive coordinator from Clemson? Clemson? Or well, he is the defensive some, coordinator at Clemson. Um, yeah, he, he well, might not, bring – Do you think he'll bring some, def, uh, some some staff guys from Clemson? Um, yeah, I think Possibly. So. Yeah. Possibly, maybe. He, here's the thing, though, is he's got Jamar Kane if he wants him. He should want Jamar right. Kane. I think he's going to. I think yeah. that he could probably have Brian Odom if he wants him. You, you should want that. You should have Thibodeau. So he, he's going to have to make a couple hires, Steve. But I think for the most yeah. part, with some of these guys that are kind of in limbo right now, um, those are some guys that you want. So you might see a situation where, you know, Brent Venables is the head coach slash defensive coordinator, but maybe like Jamar right. Kane is like co-DC, something, you know, something like that. Well, and I think so it's imperative you- that Oklahoma finds a way to – retain a lot of this staff, and specifically with Jamar Kane, who has been yep. recruiting okay. his tail off for OU. It's, in, it's imperative oh, yeah. that they DeMarco find Murray a way to DeMarco keep him Murray, around. I mean, geez. Yeah, DeMarco Murray's like going crazy. He's, but what I want to ask you, strength and conditioning. we gotta have, we got to have that. we got to have it. We gotta have it's, a it's the number one thing. thing. It's, uh, hey, hey, Steve, we're, we're talking about you know, defensive coordinator hire and position hires. That's that's the most critical hire that he's going to have to make. I mean, arguably the most important hire that Bob ever made was bringing Jerry Schmidt along, right? It, yes, it, and when we're exactly, talking about exactly. toughness and discipline within the program, 
Well, the yeah. head coach definitely has a factor in that, but that's built by the strength and conditioning staff. And sorry, yeah. but the strength and conditioning staff that went to Lincoln to USC, good riddance, see ya. Yeah. I feel very <laughs> okay. strongly that OU is going to upgrade in a big way on that side of things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Brett's going to bring in a strength and conditioning coach that's going to make, make you want to – you're going you're gonna to like – you're going to wish you – we're going to get Smitty again. Well, not Smitty, but we're going to get we're going to get a strength and conditioning coach that's going to go crazy. Going to make yep. make everybody. Well, we have to have that. We we have to be physical, right? We have to be physical. Yep. And it starts in the off season. I mean, it can't be yep. something that you focus on and address beginning in the month of August. It's got to be much much earlier than that. And not oh yeah not definitely. not going to be Smitty. That's uh, the next strength and conditioning coach at Oklahoma. I, I wouldn't imagine, but. I I would expect somebody similar, right? I mean, that's what Brent Venables yeah, knows gonna, from his time at Oklahoma. Brent, Brent's going to bring Brent's going to bring in somebody that's going to be physical. He's going to make you pay. You're going to have to work your butt off. <laughs> you're, you know, you're going to have to work your butt off. But well, thanks for the call. I love your show, and and I'm so glad. I'm just so glad. I just want, I, but I do want Jeff Levy. I, I like him. <laughs> I, I like that hire if they uh, can make it. It's it's a great day to be a Sooner tonight. Yes, it is. Thank you. Love yeah, you. yeah, appreciate the phone call. 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in. Uh, OU, by the way, has officially announced the hiring of Britt Venables. And here's what new OU head coach Britt Venables has to say. Quotes, this is an incredibly special opportunity. Julie and I and our family are extremely grateful for the belief in us and certainly in me to be the next head coach at Oklahoma, wanting the winningness and most tradition-rich programs in college football history. Our memories from Norman, where all four of our children were born, have been nothing but great. We're looking forward to making another decade-plus of incredible memories as we transition into a new era of Oklahoma football, especially with the opportunity and the challenge to join the SEC, the premier conference in all of college football. Joe Castiglione, President Harris, and the Board of Regents have given us incredible support that equals the best of the best in our sports. There's no question we are equipped to compete at the highest level and attract the best players from across the country. The OU logo has never been stronger, end quotes. That's a heck of a way to end the statement, right, to get everybody even more jacked up. The OU logo has never been stronger. You know, I think one thing you can look at tonight is how this has been received by the current players at the University of Oklahoma, and it has been very well received. Caleb Kelly, I think, tweeted that uh, he wishes he had more eligibility after the the visit that he had with Coach Venables. Wishes he could play for this coach. Obviously, uh, that's not going to be the case. Oklahoma football has uh, tweeted out as well, Tyler. Uh, Sooner Nation invited and welcoming back Coach Venables. 9.30 tonight over at Westheimer and 10.30 tomorrow morning at uh, the Everest Indoor Facility. Wow, yeah. Um, you can Fans, if you're out there, you can go to the indoor. You can go to Everest Indoor tomorrow at 10.30 and watch the press conference. That's pretty cool. That's an incredibly smart idea for a program since Muleshoe took over that was incredibly closed off to the fans. The fact that they're like, "Hey, indoor, come on, come on, everybody, uh, come on in." That that's a really that's a really good sign to start off. Clear bag policy, obviously, in place for this tomorrow. 
But that's good, man. I think that that's that's an incredibly smart move by this administration to say, "Come one, come all, come uh, come meet your new, your uh, next head coach." That's great. I love it, and the the fan base feels like it's completely unified behind this hire. This was the one. Uh, you know, not that another hire couldn't have worked or that there weren't other great candidates that Joe Castiglione and, and President Joe Harris were interviewing and talking to, but this is the one, Tyler. This is who everybody wanted. That's why you're seeing the outpouring of support tonight over at the Westheimer Airport. It's why we've had the interaction that we've had. Coach Venables, this is who the OU fan base wanted. And I love what I'm hearing from Coach Venables so far. This is yeah. maybe the – you know, outside of take your pick at a couple of college football pillars, Alabama, you get a phone call from Alabama with, you know, Saban magically, uh, surprisingly decides to step down or something and they don't go Dabo Sweeney and they call Brent Venables. Okay, well, you're going to take the Alabama job. But this side of that, the Oklahoma football job, it feels like this is the only job that Brent Venables was really going to take to embrace the opportunity to be a head football coach. And that fires me up, man, that Brent Venables, this is the job that was enough to convince him, hey, now's the right time to be a head football coach. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not, in my opinion, he's not ever going to, to leave. Like Dan Lanning, he probably would have left for the Georgia job or the Alabama job or maybe even the LSU job if he would have, come to OU and had success. Luke Fickle got, apparently he just wanted to stay in the Midwest. He would have taken the Ohio State job or the Notre Dame job or the Michigan job or, or whatever. You got the guy that wants to be here, that wants to lead OU into the SEC. You feel betrayed by what Muleshoe did to you, right? You, you do. We're happy about it now, I think. But initially you felt betrayed saying, really? Of all people, you would leave when you got gift wrapped the job and go to USC? Brent Venables isn't going to roll like that, man. He He's here. He's here as long as OU wants him to be here. Um, it's it's all it's all the good vibes. It's all the good vibes right now from uh, Brent Venables, which, by the way, we're getting a lot of uh, Twitter interaction right now. JG, at Sooner JG on Twitter says, that statement by BV was fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. Uh, totally agree. He nailed it, and I promise you one thing, that dude will win the press conference tomorrow. So if you think that you're jacked up right now about this, uh, wait till old Brent Venables takes the podium tomorrow, Josh. Then everyone's really going to be fired up about some OU football moving forward. And he's going to say all the right things. He's going to talk about how this job was the one that could convince him, I'm ready to be the head football coach. You just don't – it's like Toby said earlier. This is one of the jobs in the sport – it's a great job. It's a top five job. It, it might be better than that if you get the thing humming in the right direction. You don't tell Oklahoma no. When Joe Castiglione and President Harris offer you this position, you take the head football coaching position at the University of Oklahoma. And I can't wait, man. I can't wait to see what the combination of Brent Venables with his track record. I, I You know, it, it wasn't the right timing probably just yet when – Lincoln Riley was hired as Oklahoma's head coach for Brent Venables to be Oklahoma's head coach, but it is now as that track record has just gotten every bit wider, every bit a little bit longer and more distinguished for Brent Venables. The fact, Tyler, that you're bringing in a head football coach here to Oklahoma 
to a place where folks are desperate, desperate to play great championship-level defense. And the guy has had 26 defensive players selected, eight first-round draft picks in his tenure as the Clemson defensive coordinator, 15 top 100 NFL draft picks in that tenure. And Oklahoma, in that same time span, only had five. Tyler, you combine all of this, this track record that uh, obviously Brent Venables has produced – at Clemson, and you combine it with the move to the SEC and the doors that that is about to open for the University of Oklahoma, it's it's fair to be excited about what the future can look like on the defensive side of the football for Oklahoma. And it's about to be a defensive-minded program, right? I mean, that's something that at yep. times it felt like yes, hamstringed this program at Oklahoma that you had a head coach in Lincoln Riley – Listen, is a very talented football coach, and he accomplished a lot while at the University of Oklahoma, but he's an offensive-minded guy. His focus isn't on the defensive side of the football. Now you've got that back, and I just think with what Venables has been able to do, spread your wings and fly at Clemson, now the timing was right for this. Where he has this track record, you combine it with the SEC, I just, man, I look forward to Oklahoma being in the mix for recruits that they weren't in the mix for in recent memory, and I look forward to Oklahoma playing great defense moving forward. Yeah, OU's never won a national championship without an elite defense. This program isn't built offensively. That's not how it's been in the past. No. Muleshoe had the wrong idea of how to build a national championship team. Brent Venables, again, he's got the blueprint. Every title OU's won, go back and look. They've had great offenses, sure, but they've had elite defenses every single year. Brent Venables is going to bring elite defense every single year. Uh, to not Maybe not every single year, but he's going to bring elite defense Every to single snap he's bringing elite defense. Yes, there you go. Uh, Toby Whitney, he just uh, tweets us a, a video that OU football just uh, put out. Uh, Brent Venables putting on the OU hat on the plane. Uh, that looks awesome, man. He looks so jacked. He looks so excited. And oh, you football fans, get ready! It's about to be a fun era of Sooner football. I can uh, guarantee you that. Hey, let's go back to the phone lines again. Four zero five three two nine nine thousand. If you want to hop in, True Sooner is on with us. True Sooner, what's going on? How's it going, guys? Oh, it's going uh, great. Re- we really got a head good. football coach. Really good. This, this is, I'm a first time caller, also. So, First time, oh, okay. Long time. Yeah, never heard you before, <laughs> sir. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, the thing about it was I heard that, I saw that, that uh, I think I texted you, Josh, too. I, I saw that thing come up last night. I talked about Dan Lanning being hired last night, and I just felt like I thought I was going to throw up. I mean, I, not that the guy wouldn't do a great job, but I was so jacked for, for Venables. I mean, just the, the, the fit, just, just the fit of what OU has to have right now is what, you know, what was my deal and i mean you you talk about the offensive coaches and stuff uh as far as national championship teams i mean when is the last when is the last time a a a great offense with with a poor defense has won a national championship look some people will say well how about lsu in 29 no lsu still had a really good defense they've got some dudes yeah. that are playing in the nfl right now some will say well how about auburn and how about auburn in 2010 well they were still you know relatively a pretty good defense they had nick fairley in the middle of that defensive line true sooner to answer your question it really it hasn't happened man that you just can't you can't win in that formula but on the flip side of that, I mean, you can think of a few. I mean, you, I mean, you know, the 2000 OU team had a good offense, but but with Heupel beat up, they weren't good offensively that night, you know, yeah. and they still won a national title, you know. 
Uh, I mean, they weren't they weren't that good offensively toward the end of the season. If you remember, I mean, they they pulled those games out, but they weren't what they were early in the season. And that that defense is what is what pulled them through that year. And I mean, that I don't know. I just you know, I mean, seeing the and I think I, I'm not sure if anybody. I, I know there was three or four good candidates there. You know, the, the landing guy probably would have been a good one. I mean, all you know, obviously anybody that was in the running probably would have been a good one. But when I saw ESPN come on uh, about an hour ago, I don't know if you guys were watching the college football special that came on about an hour ago, uh, Dvorak and uh, uh, Griffith Third, those guys, uh, they were talking about it. And you could just feel, I mean, it looked like Dusty was going to, you know, get up and run through a wall or something just talking <laughs> about it, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, and the other guys, the other guys were kind of messing with him, you know, um, because they could, they could tell he was just so he was so pumped up. But I'm not sure if the other guys. I'm not saying that we would have gotten around to that with Lanning or whoever. But I, I, I think he brings just like, I mean, look how this thing is flipped just after just after announcing him. I'm not sure if there's any other uh, candidate that would have flipped it like that. No, um, and, and here's here's another big point, guys. It's look, OU is about to go through maybe the biggest change in program history. I know that sounds drastic, but they are about to leave a conference that is looked at as weak into the premier conference in college football. It's a massive change that is upcoming. Who would you rather lead you into that era of OU football? Would you rather Muleshoe lead you into that and try to play finesse football to beat those teams, or would you rather have Brent Venables give you some toughness, uh, a great identity, do the little things, win special teams, elite defense? Like My choice is obvious. This is one of the biggest changes in OU football history, and I think they have the right guy to lead them into this new era. Well, I mean, and, 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 I, and I could rip on you. Know, we could all rip on Lincoln all night because of what he's done and everything. And he did a great job while he was there on certain things, and and I mean, you know, right now, right now, you, you know, everybody's pumped up about this, but I, I did not, you know, I saw some stats uh, the last couple of years that I hadn't realized the first two or three years. I don't have them in front of me, but the two first two or three years, how how well OU played, uh, you know, the record was good. I mean, he was fifty five and ten, and and all that, but I mean, if you look at the last couple of years. You know, it was definitely trending down as far as not not against talent that he should have won against, but just just going into the SEC in a couple of years. I mean, do, is this the guy that you really think was going to get you to where you needed to be in the SEC? Because this team this year, I mean, this team could have been seriously, it could have been very easily seven and five this year, very easily, and maybe even six and six. I mean, I know. You know, it didn't turn out that way, and they won the West Virginia game, and they won the Tulane game, and they, you know, all these close games, the Texas game, they won. But I mean, this team could have very easily. And are, are you comfortable with a team like that going into the SEC? No, absolutely no, not. not. Everything pointed to this year being the year that Oklahoma could break through, get back into the college football playoff, and then win a college football playoff game. And, oh, by the way, guys, I don't know if you caught this from over the weekend, but the immovable object that was the Georgia Bulldogs suddenly isn't immovable after Alabama was able to go in there and push them around in the SEC championship game and Bryce Young was able to throw for all of the yards and probably lock up the Heisman Trophy in the process. I mean, this was the year. Alabama has looked mortal at times. Ohio State, they're not going to the college football playoff. They've been one of the mainstays. Clemson is 
just not going to the playoff. They've been one of the mainstays. So it's been disappointing that Oklahoma did not capitalize on what, in terms of the timeline, was their opportunity to do so. But, hey, for Oklahoma now going forward, you've got somebody, I think, in Brent Venables that one thing I I want moving forward – I don't want a head coach that's going to sit up there and tell me how close the program is, right? Yeah. When I know that this is the year that everything, all the cards, all the uh, all the cars are in a row here, and then you go out and you don't resemble what you were expected to resemble, I, I'm sick of hearing about how close it is when it's clear to everybody watching it's not. And, and I think you've got a head coach now that will be more transparent and honest and is willing to get onto his players maybe a little bit more than Lincoln Riley did to say, hey, yeah, this they- isn't good enough at Oklahoma. It's got to be better. Yeah, you don't got to worry about that. He'll get onto his players more than Lincoln did. That's for dang sure. And what I can remember about him. I, I mean, you know, but – so, so I, you know, I, I know he was. I know, I know Kansas State went after him, and I know there were several that went after him. And I know he turned down quite a few of them. But it's was there any other big name schools like Oklahoma uh, that that went? I think I heard Missouri maybe went after him a few years ago. Do you guys remember any? Which that's not even um, the same zenith as OU. No, yeah, no, I mean, no. none of them have ever been made public. But I'll tell you this: I feel pretty good that Miami offered him uh, four okay. or five years ago, somewhere right around there. But there's probably some others that we don't know about that are right. probably, you know, labeled as really good jobs. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, he just like, you know, just when you're getting paid two and a half million, you know, like he was, I mean, I think that, you know, he probably had in the back of it. I mean, you can't tell me, just like kind of like the Lincoln thing, you can't tell me that in the back of his mind he wasn't thinking, well, there's this job, and you know, there's these two jobs that they ever come along, then I can't turn them down. I mean, I was surprised, that, you know, that he ever turned down the Kansas State job, but that was probably such a, you know, lightning in the bottle type period, um, you know, that maybe he thought, you know, maybe he just didn't want to deal with that again. Well, and um, I think you know, ultimately it's going to wind up that was one of the best decisions he ever made in his coaching career was to turn Kansas State down. Not that it couldn't have uh, worked out great. I think, you know, Brent Venables could have done a fine job at what, Kansas State. What kind but of that's, money is he going to make here, Josh? What kind of money is he going to make it? Are you starting out, do you think? I think right, right at about what uh, maybe a little bit less than what Lincoln Riley left making at the University of Oklahoma. I mean, maybe that was. If I remember right, yeah. If I remember right, he start, didn't Lincoln start at like four, and then went. He went up pretty quick. If I remember. Well, right. and I yeah. think I think I, Oklahoma had to open the checkbooks quite a bit more than that yeah. to get this thing yeah. done. He might not be making seven point eight to start, Tyler, but I don't think it's far off. If it's not, I would guess six and a half, seven million. I mean, he was either the highest paid coordinator yeah. in all of college football or like top three. So. Yeah, he's um he's he's getting a nice payday. I, I don't know. I would guess six and a half to seven, somewhere in that range. And, and and it'll go up fast. I mean, sure. I mean it. You know, it'll go up. I mean, Lincoln's went up real quick, and, and his will too. I mean, you know, but no, nah, man, this is just this is it's just weird, guys. I mean, you know, last weekend was. I mean, I've been following OU football for I can remember back to seventy five is my is my farthest year back I go was nineteen seventy five, which is a pretty good rem- year to remember, but. I don't remember such a bad weekend as last weekend. And then here we are seven days later, and this is definitely in the top five week, you know, five weekends that I can remember. Uh, so it's just, yeah. I mean, and I, I'm not sure if there's anybody else out there that would have done that for me anyway, you know. 
This was the one guy. I, this was the one guy that would have made this fan base feel this way. Hey, True, appreciate it, buddy. Hey, man, appreciate you guys. Thanks. There you go. Uh, Brett Venables scheduled to land in about 15 minutes or so. So uh, we'll we'll see what's going on there. It's a madhouse at Max Westheimer Airport. I know some people out there are uh, parked or kind of waiting for Brent to show up listening to us right now. Uh, tip of the cap to all of you. Tip of the cap to all of you. you some of you have probably been standing out there for two to three hours. Um, good good on you to, to welcome the, the next head coach. And I know several other people will be uh, at the press conference tomorrow. That's 1030 inside the Everest Training Center. It's open to the public, by the way, if you want to go, go meet the new head coach, Brent Venables. Uh, what next? Do you want to go to phone calls? Do you want to go to text? Uh, I'll leave it up to you. I'll just read one text, and then let's get right back to the phone lines, which are okay. full. If somebody drops off, nice. you can chime right in at 405-329-9000. That's the number to call on the Rod Polson Oklahoma Tax Resolution Lines. This, though, from the Air Comfort Solutions text line, just dropped over to the airport since I live nearby. It's amazing how many cars are there. And uh, also cool. they said uh, they hope that uh, Mule Shoe's unemployed here in about three years. Uh, yeah, I don't think he'll be unemployed in three years, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that for sure. By the way, USC lost last night. How about that? USC losing by 10 at Cal. You just you hate to see that it. That was your lock. Back to th- that was my lock. That was my lock. You're exactly right about that. Uh, all because of the Lincoln-Riley hate for me. Uh, I was not smart enough to pick Cal on my own. I had to use Lincoln-Riley hate to uh, help me get that, uh, th- get that lock right. Uh, who's, up, who's up first on the phone lines? We got Al from New Orleans. Al, good evening. What's on your mind? We finally got a coach. This is exciting. Oh, yeah, my God. got a good one. We have, well, we have the right man for the job. I mean, this is this is just great. Hopefully, he can flip some clips that come in and bring him to OU. But other than that, hopefully, he brings Jeff Levy with him, and this is going to be awesome. I, I can't wait. This is going to be very fun. Our defense is not going to be soft. And what I, I follow Venable here is a Clemson. I don't think for defensive wise, I don't think we're going to have a cornerback up to six foot because he recruits big, huge corners that are physical. I can't wait to see. It's gonna be awesome. No, it's 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 a uh, new era of OU football, and I think that this this team is gonna be built differently. Al, I think it's gonna look differently. It's uh, everything about this program, in my mind, is is going to be different. Except, like they're again, they're not gonna go to the I formation and run the ball three yards a cloud of dust. They're gonna hire Jeff Levy, someone like that, who's gonna score a lot of points. It's just, I I, I don't know. I, th- this program. Toughness-wise, in a lot of different areas, is is going to be a whole lot better off now. I I adamantly believe that. Well, we don't have to worry about our old strength coach because he's gone. Thank God. I'm pretty sure we're going to have one. Yep. And more intense, so probably more than than the the coach, our new head coach, because Venable's intense. Our strength coach, yeah, whoever he hires, I know he's going to be even more intense. So I can't wait. Our team's going to be tough. Offense is going to be good. I mean, Levy's an alum, so he's going to bring everything with him. And you're going to be hard to stop. I feel we're going to be yep. hard to stop. You know, when we go to the SEC, I mean, I don't want anybody else to, and you know, Lanning would have been a hire. Look what this defense just did. So I'd rather be Yeah. Um, I, Lanning may be a great head coach someday, but. 
he uh, I, I'd rather have Brent Venables. He is I, I think he's much more ready for this challenge with OU football than a 35 year old coordinator is. That's just my opinion. But Al, good talking to you. I appreciate you holding and uh, enjoy enjoy the exciting future of OU football. I appreciate it, Boomer. There you go. There you go, uh, Josh. Who's next? All right, we've got John from Dallas up next. John, what's, what's going John? on? Hey guys, I'm glad we got the man. I'm very happy about that, but. I don't think enough can be made about the opportunity that we blew this year with this football team. I know the offensive line was, you know, stagnant at times, but I truly think if you'd have had a leader, and hey, I appreciate what Riley did for Muleshoe, Weasel did for us, but this year, everybody except Alabama is new in the uh, playoff. We would have had a really good chance to win it, and we had enough talent to get there. I mean, if you look at the game yesterday with Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State was a half yard away from beating Baylor, and we should have beaten Oklahoma State last week, right? I mean, we had the talent to do it, so I think you got to put. Yeah, that on and, and that's a, John. Yeah, John, that's accurate. And you know, Look some here. people nationally don't understand the hate. It's like, well, what, what, what? I mean, come on, coaches leave all the time. It's it's more than that. It's the way that he left, but also right. you're exactly right. It's the opportunity that was left behind for the 2021 season. Yeah. This should have been the year yeah. that you've broken through, but his priorities are elsewhere. And instead, right. you're playing in the Alamo Bowl, and you got to have an interim head coach for it instead. Well, and I you know, think, you know, another part of it that we've spent a ton of time talking about is did Lincoln Riley ever appreciate what Bob Stoops and Joe Castiglione did for him? Look, I know the guy did a fantastic job as the offensive coordinator before he ever got the head coaching gig, and that's why he got the head coaching gig. That's why it made sense. But, man, after it's set up for you and brought out on a silver platter and yep. then it turns you out the way that it did this season for Oklahoma – you might not have just ever really appreciated what exactly athletic director Joe Castiglione and former head football coach, now interim head football coach at the University of Oklahoma, Bob Stoops, what those two did for you and your career and the opportunity that they laid out in front of you. So, hey, maybe maybe Lincoln Riley never fully appreciated it. I think you've got your guy now in Brent Venables that gets what it means to be the head football coach at the University of Oklahoma. And I was around a big-time booster here in Dallas. I'm not going to mention any names because it's not important. But they, when we were talking about Riley going to LSU, they said, oh, no, she knew Caitlin real well. She said they love it here. They love it here. So it was probably a surprise to almost everybody. It wasn't just to Stoops. I mean, even he said that the offense sputtered this year like it never sputtered before. And that shouldn't have happened with the yeah. starting quarterback coming back. I mean, Alabama's done it with a kid that just started playing quarterback. He's going to be a Heisman Trophy winner. And they replaced a lot of their offensive line, so there's no excuses. I mean, I, I just think that we blew an opportunity, but we'll have a chance again. Hopefully we can keep Taylor Williams. But, you know, the guy that's won more national championships than anybody changed his offense. So what I hope we get is I hope we get Levy. I hope we can run the ball whenever we need a yard at Oklahoma State. But I hope we also have some, somebody that, you know, will wear people out. He, he runs that thing like Heifel does. He runs a quick, quick offense what I, when I've seen him play it. And I like that. I think too many times we got up over the ball and the linemen would sit there. They'd wait for the call. I think you get the defense a time to set up and everything else. So I think it's good once in a while to go quick, don't you guys? I mean, yeah, I do. But but here's what I like too. Also, John, and everything you said is is right. But I also like like Lincoln when when he was here. He was judge, jury, executioner on what was called. There was nobody to check yeah. him, right? Like in right. the Oklahoma State game, you got Kennedy Brooks that runs for 50 yards. Then he goes pass, 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 and then he has to punt it away. There's no one on that staff that could say, "Hey, 
Mule shoe, dude, run the football. We just ran it for 50 yeah. yards. I like the fact that you've got a defensive-minded head coach and an OC who wants to run it up and down and score a lot of points, but, like, someone on the staff that can say, hey, no, I, I, I know we're moving it here. Run the ball. Yeah, someone to get in the headset and say, no, you need to run the ball here because I think that that was a major issue for Lincoln while he was at OU. I think the mule shoe, mule shoe weasel, who I call him now like you guys, I think that we should learn from him how he did that barbecue, you know, and everything. I think there's things from that that we should keep in place. I think we should definitely keep Annie Hansen in place. Don't let her go out. Southern. But her husband, I think the offensive line coach at Tulsa, right? So she wouldn't do that. But we, He's we can learn joining Lincoln Riley staff, apparently. So He's going to Lincoln yeah, Riley staff? That's Ooh. what I saw, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, maybe she will go out there then. That's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it sounds like that's going to be the case for both of them. Oh, that's too bad. It's good for him, I guess, but too bad. Does that mean Beaton Bow's not going out there then? I, I don't think that's been decided yet. I, I think that he probably here, – here's what I'll tell you, John. I, I would guess that knowing who's out there staff-wise with Lincoln, and I'll just go mm-hmm. ahead and say it, the fact that Vinny Wiley went to USC – I would guess right. that Bill Biedenboe really wants to stay at, at, at OU because I think a lot of what the offensive line's issues were, and, you, and you've got to blame Bill Biedenboe, sure, but I think you also got to blame B- Benny Wiley for some of the offensive line right. issues of, of, of the past. Well, you know, Saban, he runs an offense now that's wide open, that can still run the ball. But this would have been the year if anybody was going to beat Alabama. If anybody watched them play Auburn, they were susceptible to playing down to the level of or – not being up every week. I mean, I know they hammered Georgia yesterday. But I think that was partly because Georgia didn't really respect them. I think Georgia thought they were going to waltz in there and hold them to that 10 points. Because if Auburn could do it, they could, they could do it too. But, you know, they only got six yards rushing against LSU this year. They could have lost Florida. Yeah. They missed on a two-point play that would have tied the game. I mean, uh, Auburn, uh, 42-35 with Arkansas. This was the year. So that's really the reason I hate it, that, that you know, we didn't stick our head in there and give, our, give ourselves a chance now. If we could have gotten better as the year went on, we could have won it this year. I'm telling you. Don't be surprised. I know yeah. nobody likes Oklahoma State, but don't be surprised they beat Notre Dame. I mean, they were a pretty good football team. They this may. Year, but we, yeah, yeah, we were yeah, yeah. They may beat Notre Dame. Who were y'all sure. pulling for yesterday? You pulling for Baylor or OSU? I think you could probably guess, John, who I was pulling for. Yeah. Baylor. I didn't really care. I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't really that's, care. That's who I was I mean. But that was anyway, a fantastic got... football game, by the way. What yeah. a finish in that one. Well, to have that you... defensive stand was incredible. I mean, you know, the difference in the game was when we played them, they just put more pressure on the quarterback, and he threw four four picks, you know. He could have thrown more. Yep. If he'd have thrown four picks against us, we'd have blown him out, or if, if uh, Key Lawrence would have caught that interception, it would have been 40. Yeah, or, 40 or you don't give up a kickoff return or put somebody in to catch a punt that hadn't in, like, all year long. But, yeah, no point, well, Mims, point taken, Sean. Mims has never dropped a ball. And, you know, it's just like they always kept CD back there. They never asked him to really return a ball. But Mims never dropped the ball. And he dropped the ball the week before against Iowa State out of bounds, didn't he? Didn't he fumble it out of bounds? Yeah. So, I'm just right. saying. Yeah. Oh, well. It's, all right. Uh, hey, man. Good, good talking thanks, to you. Take care. See you. Back to the phone lines, 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in. Josh, who's next? Last phone call we've got is uh, Dynamite Dan, unless somebody else wants to call us up here in a minute before we get out of here. What's up, Dan? What's going on, fellas? Uh, a week ago, there was only one guy on my list. and uh, I mean, how, how relieved, how thrilled, 
how excited can we be that uh, Coach Venables is uh, coming home and uh, he's the next great football coach in the history uh, of our program. That's I feel the hope. pretty strongly about that. I feel pretty strongly, but that is that is the hope. He's and some will say, well, there's no guarantees. He's never been a head coach before, sure, but there's a lot of guys at OU in the past that had never been a head coach before and figured out a way to make it work. They, I mean, just from uh, <clears throat> he, he was he was the one and only for me, guys. Um, just he checks all the boxes. Um, He's going to keep the kids that are in the program here, um, the kids that are committed. He's going to keep a good portion of those guys committed, too. Um, he's going to recruit at a high, high level all over the country um, with his time now uh, on the southeastern side of the country. And uh, he's going to bring a toughness and uh, just a different mentality that we've uh, you better – We've been striving for a while, and, uh, I mean, just an absolute home run hire. He, he, he checks all the boxes. Um, I get that he's 50 years old. He's never been a head coach, but he is OU DNA through and through. We're going to be good offensively. Um, I mean, guys, you, you could not have asked for a better where, – where we come from a week ago with Lincoln Riley leaving, and basically we all know that at, at the end of the day – Joe C. came down to two guys when Bob stepped away, and there was one that was in-house and one that wasn't there. And if Venables was in-house, Venables would have been the first choice for this job. Um, anyone that's our age, you grow up around this program, in uh, all those years, all the rumors of Coach Stoops leaving and this and that, there was one guy that you always knew that was that steady force in that program and was ready to be handed the keys to the Cadillac, and he got handed the Cadillac a little bit later than anyone could have ever expected. But his loyalty to Coach Snyder, to Coach Stoops, to Coach Sweeney was finally rewarded tonight, guys. And, and, and I'm so happy for Julie and him and that family. And uh, it's about ready to be a special era, fellas. What do you think? I, I feel like it's going to be really special, too. It's it's going to be a football program again. I think that we can all be proud to watch. Danny, I, I'm, I'm, I'm super optimistic, and I, I feel like I speak for Josh on this one. He can correct me if I'm wrong, but honestly, there's there's really nothing with this hire that I don't that I don't like. Like the like the never been a head coach thing. Well, Bob had never been a head coach. Barry had never been a head coach. Well, he's a defensive-minded guy. How are you going to bring the offense? Well, he won national championships with Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence, a quarterback. Two pretty good offenses. This guy gets it. I, there's no holes in his resume. I, 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 like, objectively, I'm trying to find something about this hire that I don't like, and I, I can't think of anything. It, it would Guys, be just I'll that. It would be the head coaching lack of experience. But as you pointed out, all of uh, really all of the very successful coaches at the University of Oklahoma, this was the first gig for them. So that doesn't frighten me off at all. I love the fact that Brent Venables, not just at Clemson, yes, he won uh, a pair of national championships while at Clemson. The defensive recruiting track record that he has had and the proven success in getting those guys drafted in the NFL draft. We've talked about that, but let's not forget, right? I mean, Brent Venables was a part of a great decade at the University of Oklahoma. He was a part of Oklahoma 
shutting down Florida State the way that they did. That was a Florida State team that got held 250 yards below what their season average was going into that game. And, oh, by the way, they didn't score an offensive point in that national championship game. Vittables was a part of that. He was a part of three other trips to the BCS national championship game with Oklahoma. So I, I love the championship pedigree of Brent Venables and the timing of this for me is perfect because the star has never been brighter for Brent Venables. It makes sense why it's right now that he gets this gig. And I'm, again, what I've said all night, I expect to now be able to walk into doors that previously were closed to the University of Oklahoma and be able to talk to and recruit and sign kids to Oklahoma. I'm talking elite defensive tackle town. I'm talking elite edge rush town. I'm talking elite linebackers, coverage talent. Guys that Oklahoma had not been able to get in the past, I expect Oklahoma with Venables right now and with this move to the SEC, that's my expectation, is that Oklahoma is going to be able to get those guys. Venables going to, is going to be able to develop that talent. And Oklahoma is going to play for and win national championships under Brent Venables. I'm that fired up about it. I couldn't agree more. There is no there, – there's just flat out no different. I, there, there's no doubt about it. In the early years, we got players. As his tenure went on, guys, we were playing in a Big 12 conference. It was tough to recruit to. He went to the southeastern part of the country, and now he's back, and we're going to the SEC. And with his ties there, it's an absolute home run. And he's going to get those players, Josh, exactly like you said. And he's one of ours. And, I mean, just it is uh, – it's an exciting day. He deserved to be a head coach a long, long time ago. Obviously, he wanted to be a part of a Blue Blood program. And uh, he's coming home to Norman, Oklahoma. And, uh, I mean, just from our stake, I mean, uh, how, I mean, how blessed are we in a week of basically turmoil – um, for a lot of people and in and, 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 and this program, the fact that you found your steady head and you got Stoops, you got Venables, and here we are, and we're, we're, we're going to be competing for championships next year. I mean, the, the, anyway, we're not going to shy away from that. I mean, it's, that, that's who we are. That's who we've always been, and it, and it is super, super exciting that uh, – that he's there, and uh, I mean, it's it, it's a great night for Sooner football. It, it just is. Yep. Sure um, is. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, it's uh, you, you take it away. I, I mean, you, you see things, and um, in in the end, it, it's funny how this all works out. But in a matter of seven, eight days, um, I honestly, truly believe that in the end we're going to end up being better four or five years from now with Venables than we would have been Lincoln Riley. Love it. Appreciate Adamantly, it. I, I, I totally agree with that, Danny. Hey, good phone call, man. Good to hear from you. There you go. I was expecting like uh, a, a boomer but, sooner at the end or something, but yeah, he went radio I, I, I silent on us. Maybe you read this quote earlier, Tyler, and I'm sorry if you did, but I'm just looking at Brett McMurphy's tweet trying to – 
scour the internet to see what some of these national folks are saying. I just love that Brent Venable says, quote, we're looking forward to making another decade plus of incredible memories as we transition to a new era of Oklahoma football, especially with the opportunity and the challenge to join the SEC, the premier conference in all of college football, end quote. I love that Oklahoma's new head football coach is embracing the challenge of the SEC. I don't know that that was, I don't know that we can definitively say that that was a deciding factor and Lincoln Riley leaving, but I feel like in some ways it had to have been a factor in Lincoln Riley leaving, and you needed your next head football coach to embrace playing in the SEC, coaching in the SEC, recruiting in the SEC. Brent Venables is that guy that's embracing the challenge of the SEC, and that's massive for this program, man. That was a must with this hire. Yep, totally. Uh, I guess the plane is about to land any minute now, and, you know (laughs) – we thought that we were going to come on at 4 o'clock today. We didn't come on at 4 o'clock. We thought we were going to come on at you know 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. It didn't happen. And I think a lot of people that showed up to the airport were thinking, all right, in 30 minutes he's going to land. There's some people out there at Max Westheimer that have been standing for two, three, even four hours, and it's still packed. It's still a madhouse out there. So to those of you out there that have uh, you know kind of continued on and stood out there and waited for the next head coach, bravo to you. We bow down to you. Uh, for, you know, giving this next head coach, this new head coach, the support he deserves. Wow. Um, Before we get out of here, you want to read these texts? You want to roll through those? I do want to read a couple of them, and I want to play this for everyone out there listening along to us if you haven't heard it yet. This was what the OU football account tweeted out about a half hour ago. This is from the plane flight with uh, Coach Brent Venables. Oh, yeah. That's got Vinny written all over it, doesn't it, right there? It's meant to be. We come as soon a nation. Boomer. <laughs> Just pure excitement, my man. Love it. Pure excitement to be the next head football coach at the University of Oklahoma. You, 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 I mean, you, you can hear it, man. And, and maybe I'm so excited I'm, like, trying too hard, but I don't know. I, I feel like you can hear the excitement. He's, um, he's ready to go, man. I don't care that he's 50 years old. He brings an incredible amount of energy, and I think that we're going to see that right away on the recruiting trail. So I uh, I think we're all ready for what's in store coming up soon, man. And uh, we'll, I can't wait to see the scene at the airport when they touch down here in about two or three minutes. That's going to be really cool. couple of uh, text messages from all of you out there on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. A couple of texts before we call it a night, I think, here. Uh, This texter says, I'm excited to see a positive role model to instill discipline into young men. Boom. That's that's it. That's that's it right there. Um, Discipline has been lacking in this program. You've seen it on the field. You've definitely seen it off the field. And I'm not going to say that OU is going to be some squeaky clean program with Brent. No program is squeaky clean. Even Alabama has their issues, but I, discipline will be better at, at OU here moving forward. Just saying. I wouldn't be surprised if Kane and Odom are a co-defensive coordinator, coordinator a la Stoops Venables. Yeah. Um, are, are they saying they think Bob? they're wanting Bob Stoops to stay on the staff? As great as that sounds, uh, Bob just kind of wants to chill out and uh, enjoy retirement, I think. What say you? Touch football just ended today at Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, hey, it, it, it better. It better. Now, with the conference that you're going to go to either next year or the year after, touch football better be over. And I, yeah, um, 
I, I know some of the players. I know all the players are probably excited by the, the next head coach. I would tell them, though, um, you might get a little bit of a rude awakening with this new staff, and that's something I think uh, us fans all want to hear, right? Yes, and something that this program – needs a jolt of Jim in Arlington says a real man who actually loves and is grateful for Oklahoma football yeah and and that's the thing he's he's grateful to be here he wants to be here and as I'm watching on Twitter right now they are uh, right above Norman and they are about to land so man it's this is kind of an exciting time I'm sure that I'll go to the press conference tomorrow um, I'm, maybe you will too. Maybe I'll see you there. But it's, I feel like this is kind of, this is definitely a week we're always going to remember. I, I feel like everyone showing up at the airport on a Sunday night is something we're all going to remember as well. Absolutely. It's a moment in Sooner history that is iconic. It's something that for a lot of fans, you'll always remember who you were with and where you were at, right, over at Westheimer Airport when Brent Venables and Joe Castiglione and the crew get off uh, the plane and all of a sudden the 23rd head football coach at the University of Oklahoma is officially official in a lot of people's minds. Yeah. I mean, it's official now, but as soon as you see him jump off that plane wearing the OU Jumpman hat and smiling ear to ear and some sort of address, right? I don't know what he'll say tonight, but when you hear that, it's going to be a very memorable evening for Oklahoma. Pretty awesome. I think the news, I think the news stations are uh, covering the landing uh, as we speak, by the way. so Which yeah. – a couple of folks yeah, had texted and asked you know, us, Tyler, is there a live stream? Where can we watch this? That's what I would answer you back yeah, with. Yeah, the is news stations. Look for the news stations. They're covering it live. Yeah, I'm watching one right now, and it looks like the Eagle has landed. Uh, OU has its next head football coach. He is on the tarmac of Max Westheimer Airport. How about that? What a day. What a day. It was really fun to wake up to – the news that we all wanted to hear that Brooke Fittables was being targeted as the next head football coach at OU. And uh, we went through some ups, ups and downs this week, man, on um, him being hired or what the deal was going to be. There were some rumors that there were some snags there, but it all comes together. It was the obvious choice. It's the best choice. And um, I, it's just a good day, man. It's a good day for this fan base and everyone's hyped up and excited. Las Vegas Sooner just got back in town to hear the great news. Very excited about Brent Venables. Honestly, a little bit emotional. Dude, it shocks me too. I mean, I think there was almost a palpable fear with this fan base as this last week progressed that, oh, no, this is taking too long. This isn't going to happen. Brent Venables is not going to be the next head football coach at, the, at Oklahoma. It was so obvious that – it wasn't going to happen, right? It was it was too yeah. good to be true. Brent Venables was not going to be named the head football coach at Oklahoma. Well, now now it's officially official. Brent Venables is your next head football coach, and this is who everybody wanted. We've hammered that point home all night. We're going to talk about that all week right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network, but that, that's the exciting part about this, right? The fan base got their guy. Am I overselling, and, and you can be honest with me, it's fine. I, I'm just wondering, am I overselling the excitement of the fan base right now? Because I feel like there's as much excitement and optimism around the program as there's been in a while. Am I right about that? I mean, I would say you, you can make a pretty easy argument that 
in terms of hires that were made at Oklahoma for head football coaches, this has probably on day one been the most well-received. Lincoln Riley, everybody was excited about that because of what he had done as offensive coordinator, and it was a smooth transition from Bob Stoops to Lincoln Riley. Uh, Bob Stoops, when he was hired, uh, of course, everybody was hopeful. I, you know, I was too young really to speak on that or remember that, but I'd have to say that, I mean, if, if this isn't tops on the list in terms of how it's been received from day one with Brent Venables, dude, it's right there. Yeah. I know it's pretty naive to think that with technology now, and Josie's already tweeted something out, it's probably pretty naive to think that they don't realize there's a massive crowd at the airport. But how awesome would it be if Brent Venables has no idea the crowd that he's about to see at Max Westheimer and it just totally takes him by surprise like, oh, my God, look at all the people here. Dude, as excited as everyone else is, that dude's going to be really excited when he sees all the people on the ground. You know who's the big winner in all of this? It, Who's that? It's our man Porter Moser who just got his running mate for <laughs> the <laughs> most infectious energy leaders on campus. I mean, Brent Vittables is right from that mold, which I'll be curious if we don't almost hear a comment of that ilk from Joe Castiglione tomorrow at the press conference that that was something that they really, really liked about Brent Vittables. But, no, you're right. In terms of the welcoming party, I think even with – social media with technology the way that it is I think it's going to blow Brent Venables and his family away I mean this this yep. sounds like it's an absolute party over there totally and Plank will be live at the press conference tomorrow I'm going to make my way over there we'll uh I promise you we're going to have that covered better than uh, anyone else tomorrow right here on the ref you got any closing thoughts before we get out of here? I, dang, we've been on almost two hours now. How about that? I know. It's been a fun Sunday night. It's a historic night. Uh, just, you know, to you directly, you know, thanks for making tonight possible and making this happen. It's oh, been fun. It's been memorable for the two of us. Thank you to Toby Rowland and Mike Steely and Chris Plank as well for joining us to rapid react to this hire. And just in closing, man, did you know, I'm like everybody else in the Oklahoma fan base. I, I don't know. You know, it's kind of – this is going to sound wild and, and maybe a little naive and crazy to say. Dabo Sweeney, when that name started getting floated around, that didn't excite me as much as Brent Venables becoming the next head football coach at Oklahoma. So this is, this is who I wanted to be Oklahoma's next leader and who I wanted to lead Oklahoma into the future. I'm just fired up to see what Brent Venables is going to do in this role as Oklahoma's next uh, head football coach, and I can't wait to see what the next couple of days ahead bring. Yeah, hey, thanks to you, man. I, I know that you were up there at the station basically all day long, so thank you for that. Uh, the, the, the Chiefs are playing the hated Denver Broncos right now, so – you stuck around for that, on, even though they're playing on Sunday night football, so good on you for that one. But thanks to everyone out there. I mean, come on, guys. Um, every single day, but especially last Sunday when we randomly hopped on, and again tonight when we hopped on, you guys are awesome. You made this possible. You called, you texted, you tweeted, you listened in from <laughs> maybe every continent that exists on this earth. You guys are awesome, and uh, sincerely, we appreciate your loyalty as a listener. That's going to do it for us on a Sunday night. Thanks so much for hanging out with us for the past couple hours. 
We're going to indulge in uh, what, what, what's to happen tonight with Brett Venables. Of course, we'll be at the press conference tomorrow. Toby and TJ will get you started at 6 a.m. We got it covered. Wall to wall right here on the ref. For Josh Elmer, I'm Tyler McComas. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning right here on the Home of Sooner Fans.